I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, today we have an awesome show. Uh, we have a guest who's actually been on our show before. He is the host of an extremely popular podcast called Order of Man. He's also the author of Sovereignty, which is an amazing book on how to take responsibility for your life. If you've read books like Extreme Ownership and things like that, you're going to love this book. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine, and I'm going to introduce him right after I get to my buddy, Vanilla Ice. What's going on, dude? I, I've graduated to buddy status. Yeah. I'm well, impro- not really. I'm, not really. Okay. You, you said that. Yeah. I'm glad you called I, I me on thought that because you you're yeah. definitely not my buddy. I'm a minion. Yes. Minion. Of course. Yeah, that's good. No, I'm good, man. Thanks for calling me Vanilla Ice. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of phasing out the uh, the other uh, I still, things I that still you've given like me. I still like DJ God. DJ God? Yeah, DJ, yeah. DJ God. Yeah, that's a good one. I like how you always give the uh, the echo. Yeah. That's, that's like signature Andy. Dude, if we don't do the echo, it's not legitimate. That's true. If you're a DJ, you've got to have like the echo on. Absolutely. So I, I am curious with our guest. Uh, I mean, he's got a pretty amazing beard going on here. He does. So I mean, I think you cut it though, didn't you? Yeah, I could tell. I, I I let it go about three inches longer than to bring it up, but I think we started the last podcast just like this too. Did we really? You can't avoid talking <laughs> about this beard. I know, yeah. I'm not very original, yeah. so no. So, but uh, it's hard to miss, though. Yeah, as a lot of you probably guessed, because I know you listen to his podcast, which you should. Uh, we're here with Ryan Mickler. It's good to see you, man. You too. What's been going on? Just life. Everything's yeah. been going on, man. The things yeah. blowing up. The book's doing good. Yeah. You, you look like a completely different person, which is awesome. Yeah, it's been a while, dude. It has. I, yeah. think, I think last time I was out here was about a year and a half or so ago. Yeah, I had just started yeah. like, getting my shit together. Yeah, you look um, good, though, man. Thanks, man. I've been, I've been hitting it. You know, I'm down uh, about 100 to 110 pounds, depending on the day. Yeah. Like, for me, I can... Dude, I can weigh literally 10 pounds different depending Isn't on- Isn't that crazy? If I eat things with you know a lot of sodium or if I don't drink enough water. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'll, it'll be a 10-pound swing. So. My wife gets uh, pissed at me because she's, she's doing the diet thing right now too. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'll tell her, you know, hey, I'm down three pounds the last couple of days. She's like, <laughs> how do you do that? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I think guys can just do that. Well, the bigger you are, yeah. the easier you can that's, fluctuate. That's you true. Know? That's true. So, um, but yeah, man, it's good. You know, uh, as you know- and you talk about in your book, you know, taking responsibility for whatever area you are is really a practice and, and discipline, you know? And I think for me, it's, it's, you know, people see the physical change, but the reality is, is that it's, it's been way better in every other area because it's it's sharpened that skill. You know what I mean? That discipline skill. Well, you can't make uh, what I found is like, you can't make a decision in a vacuum, right? right? So if you improve in this area health, for example, then every other area, because it's the same skill set required here as it is over here in relationships yeah. or business or whatever, Dude, maybe. which what kills me, man. Cause I see we're in the fitness industry and I see so many people who have this amazingly fit physique and the rest of their life is shit. Yeah. Like it's total shit. And I'm just like, bro, you've obviously perfected these skills. All you have to do is apply them over here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. That doesn't take a whole lot to figure out. You know what I mean? But I guess it's the same for somebody who's got their business together and their fitness sucks. They don't realize that the same skills can literally be applied over in a different area and you're going to win. That, I mean, that or they get obsessed too, right? Like you you can take something that's uh, bro, positive bro, and, and take make it, it over. Too, exactly. Yeah, dude, fitness is not meant to be it's not meant to be a fucking profession. It's meant to it's improve meant to your improve, life right. so you can do other stuff. That's right. 
Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think in those cases, Andy, is that a case where somebody is living to train rather than training? To Dude, live? I see a lot of people with addiction issues. That yeah. They're like, they're like, at one point you'll see them and they've been, you know, um, a substance abuser or they've been, they've had some sort of addiction and you see them turn to fitness and literally make it fucking a new, the new addiction. Exactly. You know, and like, dude, there could be worse things that you're addicted sure. to. Because I think people that have that addictive personality could be addicted in any area, you know. Um, Grant Cardone actually talks about this. Because he, he was yeah. talking about the be obsessed or be average. He's yeah. like, man, I was screwed up and I just redirected that obsession. Yeah, and, and you turn into healthy shit, right? Right, like, right. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying I see a lot of that. And, you know, you could take those people and take that same obsessive nature and turn it into other things that would benefit them even more. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything wrong with that when you turn it on to healthy things. I just say, I was simply stating that I observed that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, um, what do you want too, right? Like, like I want other stuff. Like I want to be with my family. I want to hang out with you guys. Like right. I want to do other things right. too, in addition to being One at the One of the gym interesting things though about fitness, when people become addicted to it, in my experience is that that's all they want to talk about. Mm. Well, that's it, like it anything can, usually do. You, like, you take an alcoholic, all they want to talk about is going to the bar. You take someone who does cocaine, all they want to talk about is partying all night. You know, what party, what's the next party? What's the next <gasps> this? I think that, you know, I think that's, pretty normal you know if you got somebody who's abusing heroin and they're fucking addicted to heroin they're talking with their heroin buddies you just don't hear it right you know what i mean right. so i think that's pretty par for the course yeah you know people get dug into one thing and they're into it like you know gun people like they're into guns like i know friends like i like guns i love them but they're not my fucking life that's all i want to fucking talk about right. you know what i mean like we see this with everything um you know it's it, fuck dude like for me cars like all i ever want to talk about is really cars. Like, yeah, I talk about business shit because I love it and I'm kind of addicted to that game. But, you know, if you get me in a car conversation, I won't fucking shut up. You know what I mean? Like, I'll keep going and going and going and going. And, and um, you know, I think we all have the tendency to get way more involved in things than what we probably should. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good and bad. Or think that other people care about it as much as we do. Yeah. It's like, right. dude, I don't want to hear about that anymore. Dude, dude. Right. dude it's... You know, being you probably get this a lot just because you know you're somewhat of a public figure. You've grown your podcast. You're, you're. I mean, fuck, dude, it's grown tremendously yeah, since it's done good. you came on the show. For, for you're sure, killing it. And uh, that's because I came on the show. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's all me, bro. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with you. That's right. Midas touch. Yeah. So, uh, so, um, I think you know people will hear you. Though people hear me, that they. Like, cause they go overboard with shit, right? Like mm -hmm. they hear me and they hear me, they see, they're trying to like connect, right? Right, right. So like they hear a certain thing or this or thing, or, and like I could say it in passing. And then when I meet them, that's what they hang on to and want to talk about. And I'm like, bro, like, let's just not do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's be fucking normal. I'm a normal motherfucker. Yeah. You know? well, Vaughn and I were actually talking about this at lunch is, and I know you guys talk about the asterisk holes, right? Yeah, yeah. And these guys oh. who come up with all the exceptions and all dude, the I've things. Dude, I've come to like, a point where I just block people like that. Uh, dude, I don't... I what, what was your phrase you said today? I like that phrase. I don't have enough time to tell you everything I don't mean. <laughs> dude, dude, I had a lady come on my fucking uh, post the other day and say, I, it was a post where I was sitting on the truck with that fucking uh, revolver. And it said, it said, <laughs> the fucking post was a joke. Oh, yeah. On it the said, bottom, I saw kill that. Kill everyone who gets in your way. And then it just said, kidding, just kidding, don't, don't do fucking that. do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? At the bottom. It's a fucking joke. And this lady goes, that's a very triggered post considering there's so many mass shootings in America. It's very irresponsible. Some shit like, you know, and I, you know what, dude, then get the fuck off my page. Right. Like, 
I don't fucking need people like that on my page. And then there people will be like, when I say something back to them, smart ass or put their comment, they'll DM me and be like, oh, bro, you got to resort to put me on yeah, blast don't bless and this me. and that. Bro, you got to resort to being a fucking idiot on my page? Like, listen, I understand that I've got a lot of followers and that I should probably behave more mature, but the fact of the matter is I'm just not. And <laughs> well, if you fucking dumb, do some dumb shit on my page, I'm going to fucking put you on blast. I'm going to make you look stupid. And you know what? Everybody that follows me, like all of us listening right now, are probably going to fucking say you're an idiot too. You know? So like, if you're looking for attention and you're looking for somebody to just blast you and get in your DMs and tell you you're a fucking idiot for a week, feel free to comment some dumb shit on my page. I'll put it up in my story. Right. And you'll fucking hate Everybody. your life. You have to change your Instagram. Like, dude, I just don't have time for this shit no more. Like, I don't. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not like, uh, like, dude, I fucking saw, I had some people, that picture I posted with myself and all the girls uh, a few days ago. Yeah. Like I had people do two things. One, they're like, oh, what's your fucking wife think about that? Well, my wife was five fucking feet away. Right. So she why don't you she fucking ask the her what she thought? Sorry, I'm not, you know, with some fucking jealous hag who fucking busts my balls about everything. Secondly, I'd have, I have, I had a few people be like, oh, that's very interesting you know, oh, I uh, saw that one. where's the diversity? Oh, well, oh yeah. well, I'm sorry that I took a picture with like nine of my white fucking friends. <laughs> I'm sorry if that offended you. Okay. One was if, Japanese. If though, you right? think that that fucking reflects the diversity, dude, we're the most diverse fucking company when it comes to fucking who represents our brand and athletes than of any company. And you know what? I don't pick people because of their race. I pick them because of the quality of human. I don't buy in to force diversity. Yeah. I don't buy into it. And people think they're going to fucking guilt me into saying, oh, well, you should have... Really? Should I have people just because they have a different color skin on my team? That's the only reason I should have them on my team? That's if racism. that's not racist, I don't know what fuck right. is. That's racism. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see people like that. I don't think about people like that. I pick the quality humans who share our core values and could do the best fucking job. And you know what? Coincidentally, we are the most fucking diverse company because I look at it like that. Right. So I don't need you to tell me about diversity when I take a picture with nine of my wife. I didn't even fucking notice it until right. people started Somebody saying pointed it. it out. And I'm like, you know what, dude? That right there is the fucking problem. You're making it such an issue with every fucking thing that other people won't listen to your fucking voice. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like, dude, fucking 10 years ago, if you got called a racist, it was like the worst thing ever. Like, you would do fucking anything to avoid it. Now it gets thrown around so loosely that people call you racist and you fucking laugh about it. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm fucking racist, clearly. You know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking joke now because it's overused, it's thrown around, and it's applied to situations where it has nothing to do no with relevancy. Race. Right. And we have... We have fucking a situation now where that whole fucking term has now diluted its meaning to where it can't even be effective to make a fucking argument when in cases there really is that situation going on. And dude, well, that's it's the same thing up. with that uh, the Me Too movement, huh? with the Me Too movement, which is legitimate with these women that are that are coming out have been sexually assaulted, and there's legitimate cases, and yet there's other women who are abusing that, and it takes away from what that's this right. really means. That's right. That's right, dude. And and. You know, I don't I don't really care what people fucking think. Like it, the people who know me and people who are fucking around my company know how we operate and know that we fucking love and take in people that align with our core values no matter what the fuck they look like. That's the whole basis of our fucking brand. Okay? But you know, 
I, the truth is, is I don't buy into forced diversity. I think it's fucking bullshit. I think that the you should. I think that do I think that there's people who oppress on racial issues? Absolutely, sure. There's fucking sure is, but there's far more that don't. And by fucking trying to force that shit into people's fucking face, it gives them a bad taste in their mouth. It's just reality, you know. Especially when you're trying to do the right thing. And you're doing the right thing. And then you get people that are fucking saying, oh, where, where are the fucking black people at in your photo? Well, you know what, motherfucker? They were also standing five fucking feet away. It just so happened that randomly they weren't in the fucking photo. <laughs> right. So so now I've got to fucking worry about what the fuck I do and, and who I take pictures with. So I got to like, so you're telling me I got to look around and be like, oh man, there's no fucking black people. I better get some black people in here. Otherwise I'm fucking racist. Right. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. You know saying. what's funny about that is anybody who makes those comments, what do you think their life is usually Bro, like? Yeah, it's, everything is fucking everything that they fucking have. Ev- those people that make that shit, every fucking art, every bad thing that happens to them, every fucking job they don't get, every promotion they don't get, every fucking traffic ticket they get. It's because of racism. Sure. I didn't get the fucking job because I'm black. I didn't get the fucking job because I'm Asian. I didn't get the job because I'm American Indian. They passed me over for a while. First of all, motherfucker, you know what business people fucking care about? Money. Money. You know what I you know how too you know how much I don't give a fuck about what color it is than people's skill set? I want to fucking win. I don't give a fuck if you're an alien. If you could come in and do the job better than everybody else, you're getting fucking paid. Right. And most businesses are like that. You know why? Because there's a certain element of fucking greed and you want to make fucking money. And that's reality. I want to make the most money I can fucking make, and I don't give a fuck what color you are. If you are the best for the job, you're getting a fucking job. And I get it. Not everybody's like that. It's, I get it. It's interesting. But you you're, see talking this. To one in a, you're talking one out of every fucking 1,000 people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you fucking punish the whole fucking group of people and then people will say, well, Andy, you don't know what it's like to be a minority. You know what? I fucking don't. But I know what it's like to look like a fucking idiot and have people look at the ground when they see your face because it's so fucked up. I know what it's like for people to fucking whisper behind your back because your face is deformed. I know what it's like to fucking get stabbed in the fucking face because a fucking dude called the girl that I was with a fucking nigger. I know what that's like. That's how I got fucking stabbed. And for those motherfuckers to come and call me racist, fuck you. I almost fucking died for that shit. Fuck you. You come on my page and say that shit, you're getting fucking blocked. I paid my fucking price for that. I'm fucking, I am the fucking person who is on everybody's fucking team. Not the person that you yell at about no black people in the fucking picture because I happen to take a picture picture with a bunch of fucking white people. It's bullshit. And I'm sorry, if that offends you, get the fuck off my podcast. Get the fuck off my page. It's the truth. So anyway, it it just irritated me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get to, it. I, I get it. I got to be conscious of fucking who I take a picture with. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I think the people are right finding, here. they're just fine. I mean, everything they can be Dude, offended about, right? it's not a black right? problem either. It's an everybody problem. It's, there's fucking white people like this. There's fucking Asian people. It's not a racially exclusive sure, thing. Sure. There's just people who will find a fucking problem with everything you do. Yep. 50% of the people who follow you on Instagram, not, not just you, Ryan, but any of you listening, the ones who don't comment, the ones who fucking don't like your shit, but they follow you. You never see them comment. You never see them like your shit until you do something that makes them upset. Right. That's when you hear from them. That's 50% of the people that follow you. They are hoping for you to fuck up so that they can say something. 
Now, with that being said, I did have a good conversation with a man, one of the men who said that about race, and I explained my side of it, and he was very fucking civil about it. And we had, you know what? And I started following him because I'm like, all right, this guy gets it. He can have a conversation like an adult. Sure. But 90% of the people that are, aren't like that. They're, they're just looking for you to fuck up. They're looking for you to, to say something. Like, I blocked a guy yesterday. He was like, he's like, oh, in quotes, he's like, I'm Andy and I got to say fuck so that I could sound manly and be an alpha male. And I'm thinking in my head, I think I saw that one. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, first off, my fucking podcast is called Motherfucking CEO. (laughs) My license plate on my fucking Rolls Royce says MF CEO. If the word fuck bothers you, this this is not the the place for you. (laughs) Right? Like, I'm sorry that I'm not going to, to curtail who the fuck I am and speak a way that appeases your fucking ears because you don't like the way I talk. I t- do. Do I talk like this every fucking where I go? Every to every. Is this how I talk, or am I being putting on a show? This is actually kind of light. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is who the fuck I am. Like, you can't curse this good without doing it all the time. You know what I'm saying? I w- I'll tell you what. I was upset about your French fry post, though, man. That's the one that really got me upset. The French fry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you would Instead talk about nudes? wanting French fries. Yeah. Over nudes? Oh, my gosh. I mean, dude, come on. Like, people obviously, are ridiculous. Yeah. Crazy dude, they, people stuff. were upset about that. I know. That. Dude, that was funny, That's what I'm saying. Man. Like, wait. There were, there were really people legitimately upset about people that? upset about that. They're like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what's funny? All the people that were upset about it, about saying that, about not being nudes, like, oh, it's nudes, oh, and they get mad. You know what? Those are motherfuckers don't get no nudes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. What were they upset about? I, I can't even conceive. Weren't I can't they wrap my mind you, around what they were upset like, about. That you should be at like a higher level of post or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they like, were like, something like, like that. Oh, was bathroom humor? Yes, but what they don't understand is that I'm the king of bathroom humor. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell the fucking most inappropriate jokes to fucking you and 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 my high school principal, who is a fu- who we went to all boys Catholic school. He's the most holy dude ever. Guess what? I'm telling him the fucking dirtiest jokes possible. <laughs> it's just how I roll, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, He's the second holiest dude. And ever. you know what? That motherfucker, he fucking laughs too. They all laugh. Like, dude, it's funny. I'm a fucking regular dude, right? Man. And like, you <laughs> and know it's what? Okay. I thought that meme was funny. It and was just funny. because Gary V doesn't show his personality on his fucking page, and just because other guys don't, doesn't mean I'm not gonna. Right. Like, if I think it's fucking funny, I'm gonna fucking post it. You know? <laughs> I like, thought it was funny, dude. I did too. I thought it was great. So, and you know what? Those of you that don't have a sense of humor, you can get the fuck off my page too. By the way, everybody who who doesn't have a sense of humor, everybody who's going to fucking make a big deal out of everything, everybody who's going to be an astrocole and be the guy who's like, yeah, but if you think about, no shit, it's called fucking context, motherfucker. If you don't understand it, go back to preschool where they teach you what that means. Right. Okay. All of you motherfuckers, get the fuck off my page. I don't care how many followers I have. If that's 80% of my followers, then fucking see ya. I don't fucking care. I do this for fucking me. I do this because I know that 99% of the people out there aren't going to do anything that I fucking tell them. They're not going to listen to anything I say. They're not going to fucking become anything I tell them to become. They're just going to shake their head yes. the one per- There's going to be 1% of people that are going to fucking, like I, like I got an email from yesterday, a guy who, uh, he owns a pool company in fucking Houston, Texas, telling me how he literally gave me numbers. Like, Hey dude, I fucking did 200 grand last year. This year I did a mil- last year I did a million. The, this year I'm going to do 2.2 million. Wow. And he's like, this had, you know, I'm doing the work, but dude, I'm going to tell you, this is, this is the shit that I learned from you. That's who I do this for. All the rest of you motherfuckers can fuck off for all I care. I don't really care. 
I really don't. Isn't that that's weird? That one percent because we were. I was talking about this Dude, as but well. That, it's Ryan, always been one percent. I do it for the fucking one percent that's yeah. going to do it. Yeah. And the re- that's why the academy that I'm doing is fucking application only. I don't want all the motherfuckers who aren't going to do shit in right, it. Right, right. And then at the end being like, I fucking paid for your course and it I didn't, didn't get work. a result. Bullshit. Yep. You do what I fucking tell you, you're going to be wealthy. Right. Period. But, you know, that's I'm going to fucking vet people to make sure they're going to fucking do it. I need evidence that you're going to fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, before you wrap that up. I you, just got you done have with to- court. I had to literally go to court for a fucking stalker today and spend half of my fucking day in court. It was like Jerry Springer. Like, it was fucking insane. Like, they literally hauled the person off to fucking jail because they threw a fucking fit in the fucking Crazy. courtroom. Yeah, or for mental evaluation or whatever. I don't know where the fuck they were going. But all I know is I spent half my day dealing with fucked up shit. And right now, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're not fucking down with me, get the fuck off my page. I'm sick of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, if you're not fucking down with how I, what I'm down with, with domination and fucking... Comp- competing and winning and fucking all the shit I talk about. Go follow fucking somebody else. There's plenty of fake motherfuckers out there that'll tell you all the bullshit you want to hear. Yes, sir. You know you, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Hey, I'm a fucking entrepreneur. Here's my fucking. <laughs> here's my rented fucking car. You and the what? and the and the Amazon money they buy, right? Yeah. Fuck. Right, right. Anyway, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, dude, you should rant like that more often. And there's going to be a lot of people being like, Andy, you're better than that. If you're going to send me an email that says you're better than that, <laughs> you get off fuck off my page too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't better than that. I'm a normal motherfucker, man. I drink fucking beer and whiskey. You know, I like to make a lot of money. I like to drive fast cars. I'm a fucking normal red-blooded motherfucker. If you don't like it, fuck you. That's it. I don't fucking care. I really don't. But I think that's probably part of the reason that so many people do connect with you. Because I think the fake stuff that we see a lot will resonate for a short period of time Bro, until I'm people about, realize it's I'm crap. I'm not going to show you one aspect of right. me. I'm incapable of that. Like, I love Gary, but Gary shows one aspect of, of yeah. himself. Yeah. And I've even talked to him about this. I said, Gary, if you showed your real personality, not saying he's showing fake personality because he is who he is. Sure. But if you showed a little bit more humor or a little bit more, you know, not always Gary. Dude, people will fucking resonate with him a lot more. He would reach 10 times as many people. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love Gary. I've told him this, and I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it if I hadn't fucking discussed it with him already. You know? And I think, you know, I'm conscious of who he is and his family and not wanting to show that because, dude, that's it's a liability for him. He's a fucking famous dude. Yeah. Right? But show a little bit more shit that you're bad at. Show a little bit, show a little bit of goofy shit. You right. know? Let's see your humor a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I know exactly what you people mean. People will like so. So don't always try. Like I'm not talking about just him, but I'm saying I'm never going to be that guy. Right. I don't want to be. I'm. I'm not fucking. I don't fucking care to be. I have no interest in being like that. Like I'm a fucking goofy motherfucker. Like if you're not down with that too, see ya. I don't care. Right. You know what I mean. Yep. So I just do people a favor and just block them when they complain about anything. Just fucking block them. I'm going all in on my corniness. Huh. I'm going all in on my corniness. You've you've lit oh, a fire. In you me. haven't yet. I'm I'm go- <laughs> That's a good point, Ryan. I'm already no all in. Oh shit, man. Yeah. You Maybe fucking going- start. You're starting to look like a fucking corn cob. <laughs> I, I, I am starting a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what your that fucking means, head but- looks like a corn kernel. Well, yeah. I need to. I need. I need to shave it. I've been too lazy. Yeah. I got to get back to the uh, the slick. What's look. that have to do with fucking a corn kernel? Are you, are you do you eat hairy corn kernels? No, I'm saying because I'm assume you're talking about the fact that I got a little fuzz growing up here. No. Oh no. But that shit is silver though. It is. Oh yeah. It is. No, it's silver. That's part that's of the reason. Silver I, shit. Yeah. Like, that's way more silver than me. Yeah. No, it's very silver. Oh, you're older than me though. 
Uh, I'm yeah. like what six years older. I forget than that you, you're older than me. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's because I'm so youthful. How old are you? Forty-four. Yeah, you are fucking six years older than me. Yeah. God damn, dude, you're yeah. old. I am old. Fuck. I am old. But I'm I'm aging like wine. That's I, oh God. Here we go. <laughs> We, hey, we let's probably, hear what you were saying. You're going to get corny, though. So No, yeah. no. I'm going to go in all in. I'm going to embrace everything. All right. Yeah. So let's actually hey, talk about something. I, I, I do. But listen, just in the outside chance that we have new people who haven't heard of Ryan, you should probably give your little two-minute spiel. On Dude, if you haven't heard of Ryan, go fucking Google. Google this shit. Ryan's <laughs> no, a fucking should, legend. He is a legend. But Thank you. You yeah, should I say a few that. words about yourself. Uh, well, brag. This is yeah, where you brag. This is my, oppor- yeah. this is my moment right here. Yeah, well, I started this organization three years ago um, because I, I was messed up, quite honestly. Uh, we talked about that. We've talked about that before. Is man, I didn't I didn't have things figured out. I went through a separation with my wife. I blamed her a lot of the time, and uh, through that process, I learned to take responsibility for my own life and accountability for from my own stuff. And it's really interesting as I tell that story about the separation specifically, a lot of people will always say things like, oh, well, it takes two to tango and your wife's this and she's probably screwing around with other guys. And I'm like, you know, sometimes like, that's, sometimes it doesn't take two. It, it, it takes one sometimes to be Sometimes that other person has tolerated your shit for right. so long that they are totally justified kicking you the fuck out. Exactly. Yeah. And that, you know what? That's where I was at. Yeah. And what's really interesting is as, as I went on this journey to fix myself, not her, because I tried that and that didn't work. I tried to manipulate, coerce, do everything I could to win her back. That didn't work. I went to work on myself, and she responded to that. Well, it's amazing that whenever you create a great product, people come. Right. It's exactly. not just in relationships. It's exactly. In business. People focus too much on what they're going to try to get versus, like, dude, like, I get this all the time. I actually just had a message about this. Like, I get, I get these young dudes who ask about relationships all the time. Because mm. let me be real, dude. A lot of you guys who are between the ages of 20 and 25 have no fucking clue about how to talk to people or how to meet women and treat women. Yeah. So, I get a, for some reason, I get a lot of fucking questions. I don't know why. Because it's not like I'm out there fucking, you <laughs> Putting know. Putting it out there. Yeah, right. You've, you've like, gotten quite a few through the Fursella Factor, About too. relationships. Yeah. Right. Oh, about, really? Like, but yeah. like, specifically, like, how to pick up girls. That's where I, where I get oh, them. Most of the ones I've I've gotten for you, yeah. dude, they've all been almost the same thing. Man, my, my girlfriend's just not supportive. What should I do? And it's like, You fucking can her ass, dude. <laughs> like, how many times have you talked about Listen, this? Listen, if your girlfriend has to support you and you're having good intentions of what you're doing, of what you're like, dude, if you're a shitbag, then she probably shouldn't support you. Right. But you have to have the awareness to know if you're a shitbag or not. If you're not a shitbag and you're doing the right things and you're doing things for your 10 year from now self and she's not supporting you because she wants to go to the movies. And then when you go to the movies, she bitches about how you can't get the large popcorn because you don't have any fucking money. Guess what? Get fucking rid of her. Right. But there's a difference though, too, because here's what I've seen is guys will go out and start a business and they'll say, oh, my wife doesn't support me in the business. I'm like, dude, you can't even take out the trash when you say you're going to. Yeah. Like, why would she put yeah. her livelihood and potentially your kids in your hands when you can't do the small shit right? That's, dude, that's a valid point, right? You know, I, I but far more often what I see is guys who are hanging on People don't really grasp this concept until they're older, right? Like until you're like mid-30s or at least in your 30s, you can't really understand that people are going to come in and out of your life. Yes. Right? There's phases. It's chapters, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's why like when you're younger and you break up with a girl, you're like usually you end up hating her Mm -hmm. because you're like, you fucking smashed my dreams and my life and this and that. Because you don't realize the perspective. Right. You're going to have chapters. You're going to have chapter one. 
You're going to have chapter two. You're going to have chapter three. Some people have hundreds of chapters, if you know what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> but people, all people have chapters. Right. And if you look at relationships as chapters, sometimes when you get to the end of the chapter, what happens? You fucking close the book. Right, it's over. And you move forward to chapter two. And dude, it took me a long time to realize that. Like when I was dating girls in my 20s, like if we would break up, I would, because like I had built up this huge fucking future in my head, right? So I'm like, I'm like, when we break up, I'm like, this whole, my whole life is over. And I don't realize that what I'm doing is actually, I'm throwing something that didn't even exist in the trash <laughs> and, and thinking that my whole entire life is this, I'm, I'm, in, I'm I, in love with the idea of it as right. opposed to what it really is. Right. Or what it could be, the potential of it. And young people tend to do this because they don't have the perspective. And so they they hang on to these temporary things, these temporary relationships, and let those temporary relationships affect their actions now, which causes them to be unsuccessful 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. And, dude, I see this so much with young dudes, man, because, like, let's be real. Like, these young dudes... They don't have a lot of experience with girls. They go out, they fuck one chick, and they're like, oh my God, dude, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. I got my first fucking tail, and I'm I'm fucking marrying her, and I'll never get another one again. Because you went for 18 years without getting any. Right. But guys, it's not going to be another 18 small, years, bro. That's exactly. just the way it goes. Our first 18 years or 14 or 15, that seems like a long fucking time. Well, and the other thing, too, is you're going you're gonna to continue to learn the lesson until you learn the lesson. Dude. Like, you have to keep going through it. If you keep finding yourself in the same, same situation over and over and over well, again, what, you right, haven't learned anything. Ryan, what happens when you read a chapter of a book? Usually, or what? You learn something. Yeah, you learn, and then right? you advance to the right. next step. And sometimes it takes people four chapters to figure out what it is they learn and what they want. Right. Sometimes it takes people 10 chapters. Sometimes it takes people one chapter. But the reality is it's different for everybody. And if you hang on to someone who is stifling your ability to do what's good for 10 years from now, you, you're in a bad situation. Because I've seen people ruin fucking big chunks of their life based upon the idea of hanging on to something that should have been temporary. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. It, yeah, absolutely. So, Ryan, you had this awakening kind of kind of yeah yeah owning so, your life yeah and you know again uh, to go back is is she started responding to that people started responding to that i started to share my story and as i did that um i i noticed there was a lot of guys out there that were going through very very similar things that i did um that were not taking responsibility accountability ownership of their life and uh, i felt like through what i shared with them gave them permission to do the same thing and so in uh in march of 2015 so just about three years ago i, I launched this organization designed to help men become better men, better fathers, husbands, business owners, community leaders. And it's been a really cool ride. And, and it's cool to get messages from guys and, and even their wives. That, hey, my husband has completely transformed his life. I don't know you, what you do in that little quote unquote man club, but it's awesome. Let me, dude, you know, let me it's ask cool. you this too. Cause like, this is getting a lot of, this is getting a lot of hate lately too. Oh dude, what are you a fucking man guru? You've got yeah. a big beard. Yeah, I get that Why, a you lot. think you know how to ma- be a man? Like, and what's funny about knowing you is that like, dude, it's the fucking complete opposite. You know what I'm, I'm on the journey, man. Like, right. and I tell people like, cause they'll say, well, what makes you qualified? I'm like, I, other than I'm a man and I want to be better at being a man. That's and I've my been through quali- some shit. Right. And I learned, and I learned. Shit and made my life better. Right. That's, that's what qualifies me. I don't right. have a degree. I don't have, you know, you don't even have to believe what I say. Right. Like but it's pe- my but opinion. So many people, they see, they see you because you do have a big beard and right. shit. And they think they do this to Waylon too. Like they oh, look yeah. at Waylon and they think, oh yeah. You know, Oh, you think you're some sort of alpha male because you have a beard and you fucking shoot guns and you you like being around woods and right. shit? Like, 
That has nothing to do like, with yeah, it. Yeah, like, like I know both guns, of you guys yeah. real well, and it's funny because it's it's it shows people's limited thinking. Like, yeah, like because you guys do kind of fit into the stereotype. Of, of course, you look like fucking Paul Bunyan. Yeah, well, right? it's true. And I yeah. was considering wearing a flannel shirt today, but yeah. I was like, oh, nice. I probably should. Yeah, you'd do be that. like the bounty dude. Right. Paul's <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it is, and I and I tell people there's more behind the than way behind more. the beard. So. Way more. But uh, yeah, so you it's were doing. So how long have you actually done the beards? Are fucking awesome. Well, I like that's people ask me why you have a beard. I like my beard. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. do you put your hair that way? I mean, that's right, right, right. You like it. Yeah. I'm glad the beards are finally starting to fade away, though. It's like, like the true beard guys, they still got them, but everybody that was on the fad. There's a lot they, of like they quit. pretty beards out there. Yeah. I call it like where they're like overly like done. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not a beard, man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. keep it nice, keep it straight, yeah. but it's not supposed to be pretty. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hear you. So you were doing the podcast for what, two or three years? And then, and yeah. then. Your experience doing that, I assume, is just kind of fed into this new book that you you wrote. Yeah, I mean that that book is is probably the experiences that I've had over the past uh, ten, ten years or so of taking ownership and responsibility of my life. And if you look at sovereignty, you look at what the root word is: reign, rule, and that and that's the purpose. You rule over your life. But so many people have given up power and authority over their own lives. They give it to their bosses and their wives and their parents or the economy or the president or my health or whatever reason people come up with and all the excuses they come up with. And when they do that, when they say, oh, it's because Andy, my boss, isn't doing X, Y, and Z, what they do is they give all the power to Andy instead of maintaining the power to be able to do their own thing, to live their own life and to have their own success. I think most people are afraid of being in control. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's why most people want to be led. Right. They, They don't, they don't, they don't, like leaders struggle with this a lot. Like there's certain leaders that have the right mentality about leading that when they first start leading, they have trouble understanding why somebody would listen to them. Sure. But what you have to understand as a leader is that most people need direction. They have to be led. They have to be shown what to do because they haven't put any time in figuring out who the fuck they are. Right. So if that's most people, how would you suggest that most people who aren't maybe natural born leaders, like how can they still... I mean, I don't think you have, sovereignty over their own lives. When you're talking about natural-born leaders, I think what what, and I'm assuming what you're talking about is leading other people. I'm not talking about leading other people. Yourself. I'm talking about leading yourself. Yeah. And all that other stuff. That's where true leadership follow, starts. Hundred percent. Yeah. We call this influence, right? The more that I can control myself and be powerful over myself, the more. And we were talking about this at lunch. Well, the more people they recognize will, it, and they'll they'll recognize it, right. and then and they they'll choose to be influenced by you. That's right. So, how does someone become a leader? Lead yourself first Dude, think and about let that the other people stuff you respect most in the world. They're the people who exhibit the most discipline in their lives. 100%. You know what I'm saying? They're the people who, when you go to dinner with them and they're on a diet, they don't they don't make it a big deal and say, oh, I'm fucking this and this and this. They just say, no, thank you. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. They, it's like they're, they're making the decisions and it's clear that they're making the decisions. They have the principle and everybody's, every, and I made a post about this the other day. It's like, if you're, principled only when it's convenient, you're not really principled. Right. And that's what most people do is like, oh, I'm a diet except for when I'm traveling or I'm going to really hit the gym hard except for when, you know, again, I'm, I'm out of town or right. I'm going to, they don't make a big deal out of it. Right. They, they don't have to like let the world know about it. No, they just go do, they their, just business. Go do their thing. Yep. You know, and that, those are the people that get the most respect because they are leading themselves to the outcome that they want and other people recognize it. It's very easy to recognize. Right. And while you or I might look at somebody and like, I, I definitely identify it. I'm like, all right, this guy's a fucking, this sure. guy's got a shit together. He's right. a leader. 
other people are mystified by it and they're just like, how do you do that? Yeah, the X factor, yeah, right? Or he's like, got it. I want to be like him because they sense it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's yep. a sense of confidence and belief in yourself that is, is contagious to other people. Sure, yeah. There's a great quote uh, I think that you used to open up one of the chapters, and I forget. I think it was by, by Emerson, something about self-mastery is true freedom. And I think so many people think of discipline and... And you know, holding yourself to certain um, standards, they almost see that as like a constraining thing. Whereas, right. it, whereas you know, reading your book, you're saying that's not constraining; that's liberating. Well, that's it's true Im- freedom. It, it is restraining, but it's imposed limitations, right? Because you you impose your own restrictions, if you will, for like for, for example, food or getting up early. Those are your own uh, parameters that you've created in your life, and because you've chosen them, you are not subjecting yourself to unknown and unexpected consequences of not establishing those parameters. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference is, and, and I think the quote you're referring to is Aristotle. He says, through discipline comes freedom. Jocko Willing says, discipline equals freedom. Same concept. If you can be disciplined, self-disciplined, then you will be free to do what it is you decide you want to do, which goes to your point of most people don't know what they want or who they no. are. And then they're, at, they're more at the mercy of their indecision Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And that's how your life ends up a million miles off fucking track from where you just wanted it to be. Because you're not at the mercy of your actual control and your decisions. You're at the mercy of your indecision, which means what you ultimately are as at the mercy of, of the effects of other people's decisions. Right. Right. Oh, we want to go to dinner. Oh, fuck, dude. I can't go to dinner because I don't have the discipline to stick to my program. So now right. it's so-and-so's fault because I went out and drank 12 beers and ate like shit when right. I shouldn't have. Right. Right. So now your, your life is literally physically being affected by other people's decisions and your lack of decision. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's important that we learn to be decisive because if you don't decide and you don't lead yourself, you will be led. Oh, absolutely. Whether you choose to be led or not, or somebody imposes it upon That's you. Right. I mean, it's even as little as talking about the food thing is like, you know, somebody says, hey, let's go out to, to lunch. They say, where do you want to go? I don't know, wherever you want to go. No, make a decision. Right. Like, I want to go to this restaurant. If somebody or has I a problem somewhere with that, where I can get this. Right. Make a decision, right. please. Or what do you want to do this weekend? No, right. like, what do you want to do? Let's right. go do that. Right. If they have a problem, then but they'll bro, figure it most out. Most people can't even make that simple it's decision. Crazy. It's you crazy. Know, the fucking number, the number one argument in relationships is what? Where you want to eat. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm saying. Sure. Like I'm sure, right? You yeah. know, like they, like a dude. Uh, most men and women both, because this applies to women too. Thought, yep, they can't make a decision as simple as where do you want to eat, right? And then they and wonder then why they can't they'll make they'll the big shit. decisions. They'll be like, okay. Then when the decision gets made, okay, I want to go here. No, I don't want to go there. Uh, it doesn't sound good. And that, and then it starts fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Listen, if you don't fucking care, that means we're going where I fucking want to go. Yeah. If you in my house, that's what that means. Right. You know what I'm saying. Emily and I just got an argument about this. We never argue. I, like, dude, there, there was, where do where you want to go? And there was nothing open. And I said, all right, we're going here. And she's like, no, I don't want to go there. Well, you know where we went? We went fucking home. And we <laughs> ate whatever the fuck was there. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm not going to fucking sit there and play that game. It's so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it really, but then people wonder why, you know, they can't make a big decision or why they can't have a difficult conversation with somebody on a meaningful topic. Yeah. It's because you can't do the small stuff. Therefore, you can't do the big stuff. Right, right. 
Yeah, dude. You know, it took me a long time to get comfortable having difficult conversations. That shit doesn't come natural to anybody. Nobody wants like, to dude, do that. Firing somebody. The first time I fired somebody, I fucking cried. Yeah. Like I got my truck and I fucking cried because I felt fucking terrible. Yeah. Nobody wants you know to saying? do that stuff. Now, you know what? I've accepted that if they got fired, it's their fucking fault. And that's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's your fault if you don't. That's right. No. <laughs> and that's where it changed for me. Where it changed for me was when I figured out that if I, if I, usually when you have to fire someone, everybody else knows it, why they should be fired too. Yeah. And if you don't, your team loses respect. And when I figured that out, I fucking, now I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's better for that individual anyways. Fuck yeah, it is. Because I'm holding them back from an opportunity they could potentially be great at exactly. by not doing it. Exactly. You know? And that's, that's usually what I tell them. Not all of them understand it, but you they know. they will right. hopefully at some point. But right. yeah, yeah. Ryan, from that moment that you were you explained that you were kind of sobbing, and and you looked at the and I, I forget if you said that or if I read that in your book. I think I would say sobbing. Okay. That doesn't sound like a word I would use. All right. Well, you said you were you were weeping or you were Maybe, emotional. I don't know, something at, like that by yourself when you were separated. Dude, guys you, with beards don't fucking cry. That's man. true. I'm sorry. What the my, fuck? My, are you my, reading bad, down there? my bad. Well, I but, didn't have a beard then, so I, yeah. I did cry. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> But in any case, you Va- said you basically Vaughn's mixing said, up all his books. I, I am. Man. I read so many. Um, Ryan eats fucking nails and glass for that's breakfast. Right. I, I that's right. Cry. That's true. Yeah. Never. Um, but you basically made that change, right? You decided yeah. that you were going to stop blaming other people uh, and take personal responsibility. But obviously, from that point to now, you learned how to master yourself. Sure. And I would let, just take degree. us through that process. Like, what are the steps to self mastery, in your opinion? Man, that's a tough one, and it's like it, well, you it doesn't. Book about it, so well, you should know. yeah. Well, part of it is self mastery. I mean, there's a lot more to it than yeah. that, obviously. But pick something, pick anything. For me, it happened to be the gym, and mm-hmm. so I decided. I remember I came home one night, and my boys were tugging on my pant leg, and they're like, "Dad, dad, dad, let's go jump on the trampoline." And I had to look him in the eye and say, "Sorry, guys, I can't." Like I literally could not go jump on the trampoline because I was exhausted. And that moment right there was the moment that it changed for me because I had a clear vision to your point, Andy, earlier about what I wanted. I want to be around. Like I want to jump on the trampoline with my kids. Right. That was important to me. Right. And so I went into the gym every single day and I've been doing that for at this point, five, six years. And I've been 90% of the days. That's important. That discipline has led me to be more disciplined in the business, has led me to be more disciplined in my relationship, every single facet of life. So pick something and start being disciplined towards that thing. Do the activities that you know you need to be doing and do it every single day. That to me is the key. If you, if you can do it every single day, that's where you'll start to notice change. It can't be some activity that you have to do on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. It has to be done every single day. That's where you start to de- develop those patterns and habits. Nice. Nice. I, I like that you said know what you want first and then know well, what you, kind of life you want. Know what you, know what your why is. Right? You do. And and that might change. And certainly it does. We talk about chapters, you know, like, am I going to be doing this for 30 years? Probably not. And and people say, well, Ryan, what's this going to look like in 10 years? I'm like, I don't even know what I'm having for dinner tonight. Yeah. All that I know is this is what I want right now. And, and I'm working, working hard right toward it. Absolutely. Right. And in a year... There might be some other opportunity there. It might be some other thing, but everything that I'm learning about this business and the way that I run myself is going to translate into whatever else may come up. Exactly. You guys were lamenting people's indecisiveness though, but dude, you know that we get this all the time. People say, man, I have this great work ethic. I'm super passionate, but I just can't decide what to do. Pick one. What do you, what do you tell people like that? something. That's dude, what, that's what dude, I say. You know, get that all the time. You want to be honest. You want the honest truth is, is that when people say that, I know the first two things that you said are bullshit. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Because they're, what they're doing is they're fucking taking the they're taking the mentality or the the point of I don't have something to do, and they're using it as an excuse for why I wasted all this potential when it's bullshit. You don't have the fucking potential. If you had a hard work ethic, if you had a fucking drive, if you had all the shit, guess what? You'd find something to fucking do. You're doing it already. Right? It's right. a good point. And you know what? You would make a fucking decision. A lot of people hide behind that because they're like, I have all the skills, but but I'm not I don't know what to do. You would be doing something. When I when I didn't know what to do, guess what I did? Something. Right. Like right. I fucking did something. Right. Like, dude, I sold baseball cards. I sold light bulbs door to door. I fucking did internet yellow pages. I fucking sold snow cones. I fucking painted stripes on parking lots. I worked construction. I fucking, uh, dude, I did a ton of things. I did something. Right. You'd be doing something. You know what you know that they don't, though, is that I think, and we run into people like this all the time, too. They're like, well, what if I start with this, and then in six months I realize this was stupid, I shouldn't have done this. You know that it's better to have done that, that than no, to do that's nothing. That's part of the process. Right. Yeah. You're going to fucking pick some, Dude, you're going to pick something. Dude, you are going to pick something, and guess what? You're going to fucking fail. Right. Inevitable. You're going to fucking fail. You are not hitting a grand slam on day one. You're not getting inducted to the Hall of Fame and won a fucking at bat. Okay, you're going to strike the fuck out. And guess what's going to happen when you strike the fuck out? You're going to learn, learn. something. Then get you're going to say, man, <laughs> I don't want to do that again. Right. And guess what? You're not going to do that again. And then you're going to do that three or four more fucking times. Where you're go- and, and maybe you do stay. Like for me, the mistakes I make, this is why getting into business at a young age is a great idea. Because you you are going to fuck it up, but you don't have any obligations. You don't have a family. You right. don't have a, a house. Debt and all you don't that, have yeah. more, you know, so you're, you're free to fuck shit up and still keep going. You know what I mean? It doesn't bury you. And, um, you know, so many people spend so much time trying to find the plan that they're not going to fuck up that, that they never start anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't exist. I mean, I can give you an example with the book. I get a lot of people now that that book's out and they'll say, well, how do you write a book? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you just write. Like, that's how you write a book. And I wrote- Dude, go back and listen to the first fucking episodes, the first five episodes of the MSCEO project. <laughs> They're fucking terrible. Horrible, right? Like- I leave them up as an example that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, honestly, a, a, a smart person would take those down and redo them in the new format. The first 50 episodes- but they were so fucking bad. You know why? Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Right. But you figured it out because yeah. you did it. Like I you guess have, I you figured have, it out. I don't know. I'm still... Well, mil- you know, million, yeah. millions of people would say that you have. You, I don't you know. know like, saying? dude, so, I, to me, like, I don't come in here thinking I have it figured out. I'm like, fuck, I, dude, I, maybe I don't have it figured out. But I the point hearing- is, <laughs> is I've learned shit that has gotten me to get better. Right. Exactly. I might not have it figured out still. I'm not fucking, I'm not ranked up there with Joe Rogan, which is where I want to be. Sure. You know, yeah. part of the reason is, is because I got some freeloaders that fucking listen and never click subscribe <laughs> or leave a review or tell a fucking friend, but I won't bring that up. I love when he talks about the early, uh, the early podcast. Cause you get in your mind, like you, you imagine Andy in the very first episode going, Hey guys. Yeah. I'm Andrew. No, and I fucking I ran in full steam. <laughs> What's that? I ran in full steam. Yeah, like, I know. dude, I didn't fucking hold back. <laughs> I but, still have my first YouTube video up for that same reason. And yeah. I look at it once in a while, I'm like, dude, that is ridiculous. Dude, but you know what? When I first started cool, recording though. fucking audio and video and shit, I can remember because we had a guy here who worked in our office who was a, a seasoned uh, anchor, a news anchor for, for many years. Oh, and he yeah. ended up quitting. His name was Tim Tialdo. Really cool dude. Good guy. But I remember, like, dude, he used... 
like he would be like, okay, we're going to make a video about this. And this is before you were even down here at Tyler. And uh, fucking, I'd be like, all right, so what do I got to say? Yeah. Like, do I say it like this? Do I say it like that? Do I do it like this? He's like, dude, just fucking do it. And I'm like, I don't but know. I don't know how to do it. Like, <laughs> I remember when I came last time, uh, Vaughn gave you a topic for Thursday Thunder. Yeah. And I was sitting here because I think we had just done the podcast or yeah. something. And he just gave you a topic and you just riffed. Yeah. I was blown away. I'm like, dude, that was awesome. But, yeah. but you had to earn that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And now if you listen with to original top first three or four Thursday Thunders and you listen to one now, it's fucking night and day. Yeah. Like, I don't even have to even like, and dude, people think those are cut. Those are fucking not edited. Yeah, those no. are fucking straight through, you know? And, um, but the point is, is like, dude, we all suck when we start something new. Right. Like right. you just have to be willing to suck. So many people ruin their whole lives because they're so afraid of sucking at something. Like, dude, if you're afraid of sucking at something, guess what? You are by default going to suck at your whole entire life. Forever. Forever. You just resign to yes. it. Yes. And you're going to, that's, that's the default. And you're going to get to be 80 or 90 or whatever you end up living. And you're going to be like, fuck, I didn't do anything. I didn't have the balls to do anything. I didn't, I couldn't do anything. I, I fucking, I, dude, I sucked. Right. And you're going to have to deal with that. You sucked because yep. you were too and big of a pussy to try it. anything. Yeah. Like it's funny because like when, when, when you walk as a kid, you were literally, literally fall down a thousand fucking times. But not one time do you ever cross your mind like, hey, maybe fucking walking isn't for yeah, me. I'm I just going to scoot around on my butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't happen. Right. But as we get older, like one or two things happen. Like, you you end up being bad at something and like a group of kids makes fun of you, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. right. And you, and Or you do something that everybody else seems to get that you don't get. And then your teacher or somebody you look up to comes up and says, Andy, you know what? That's just not your fucking thing. Like, it's not your thing. And you believe it because right. you trust the person. Right. You subscribe to yeah. it. Yeah. And you don't want to get laughed at by the kids anymore. So you're like, you start to believe, well, there's things that aren't for me. And you know what? In real life, there are things that aren't for you. If you're fucking, you know, five foot tall and you can't dribble a basketball, you're probably not going to be LeBron James. Sure. In 20 years or a right. hundred years. Right. Okay. But for most things, especially in business, you can get pretty fucking good at something with just a little bit of common sense and skill. And uh, if you if you could touch a hot stove and realize to not touch it again, and you're persistent, if you have those two skills, your ability to fucking not do dumb shit twice, and your ability to put time in, there's really no limit to how right. successful you can be. Yeah, You know what I mean? But dude, because we learn along the way that we're going to get laughed at if we do something stupid, or we're going to get made fun of, or... We believe that certain things just aren't for us. We end up not doing anything. But to your point about uh, setting huge, unmanageable goals, you're right. The five foot one, you know, skinny, unathletic white kid, aka me, is not going to become LeBron James. But if he dedicates himself to perfecting his shot, he's going to get it on a team. Absolutely, like if he's, he's, if he's play. obsessive and he's about perfecting play, his and shot. He's going to be good at some level. Right. He'll be good at high school, or he'll be good, dude. That's exactly right. And that's yeah. a good point. Like, dude, and if you translate that to entrepreneurship, not everybody on here is going to be fucking Steve Jobs. I certainly am not, right? I'm not in fucking, I'm not going to be fucking Steve Jobs or fucking Warren Buffett or some shit like that. Like, I, that's not me. Well, it has to be, I mean, those big, those big dreams have to be relevant too, right? right. I mean, realistic or one thing, that's, that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, it's actually got to be relevant. Do you even want to be LeBron James? No, fuck. I fucking right? don't. I don't want to be Steve Jobs. Jobs or fuck. Dude, I don't want to live. I don't want to be Gary V. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like, 
Gary and I own the same size companies, like almost the exact same size. And I don't have to fucking do none of the shit that he has to do. I don't have to fly over the fucking world. I don't have to take 25 meetings a day. Dude, I get up. I fucking go to the gym. I work out in my fucking local gym. Nobody fucking bugs me. Everybody there's cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I work out, I go home, I fucking change a shower. I come to work. I hang out with my dudes. I make some fucking YouTube videos and a couple fucking podcasts. And, and I get paid a lot when I do decide to go speak. I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make 40 fucking pieces of content every day and that let it consume my life. what we want, right? Right. Like it's just not what I want. And dude, people are like, oh dude, you need to do this and that and this. Dude, if, if I wanted to be doing it, guess what? I'd be fucking doing do it. it. Right? right. It's purposeful living. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like a lot of these guys, these entrepreneur gurus out there, like it, I see them doing like, because Gary's built a good following with, with what he's done. And he Gary legitimately loves what he does. And I respect that. Right. You know, I respect anybody that loves what they do and they know what they want. And Gary loves what he does. I just don't want that. Right. And I see a lot of people out there who have very little experience in, in anything trying to emulate what that guy does. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to see those people around in a year from now. You know why? Because they're going to burn They'll the fuck burn out. out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a fucking alien, dude. It's crazy. And like, it's legitimate too. Like he's, that's not a fucking act. He's like that. That's what he loves. And I see so many people out there being inauthentic and trying to, it's such a bad business strategy anyway, because like, dude, it's you're not leverageable. It's not, right. you're not going to, you're not going to out Amazon, Amazon. Right. You're not going to out Gary V, Gary V. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You got to find out who the fuck you are and you got to make a purposeful decision to be that. And, and be the, be that. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it too is like Dude, we see that shit right? with you and Waylon. Like, oh, like yeah. with dudes dudes who are like all of a sudden they're fucking man coaches. Right. And they fucking try to look like you guys and talk like you guys. And it, although you guys have completely different styles, and I respect both of you, it's you know, uh it's a bad strategy, dude. Yeah, that space is not, fucking filled. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do it your do it your it's gonna be not only is it gonna be more profitable for you. It's just, you're going to live a more fulfilled life. You're going to be life. happier. Exactly. Dude, I, you know how happy I am that like, I could fucking, like, I can be walking through a casino in Vegas and be fucking shit-faced and people fucking see me and come talk to me and they expect me to be like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to be like, oh my God, like. That's funny. Yeah, fucking, clean up. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit, I better fucking not be me. Like, <laughs> you know, they see me walking through the casino. Like, last time I was there, I was walking through a. Uh, somewhere with uh with fucking my buddy ryan we were walking through dude we were both fucking hammered we had been drinking all fucking night and like some dude comes up he's like andy what's up bro and i'm like dude like it was like you know i don't have to be like oh shit yeah i'm having fucking fun right because everybody knows i do that right. shit it's you know? just you right yeah and like dude you have to f that's where the people fuck up right like that's where they fuck up and like like dude like imagine like imagine Oprah Winfrey, okay? And let's say you, you know Oprah Winfrey. And let's say, and I don't know anything about Oprah. I, like Lewis knows her and some other guys know her. I don't know her, never met her. But let's say you fucking were walking through a Vegas hotel and you see Oprah Winfrey just fucking hammered. Oh, right? yeah. And you'd be like, oh my God, Oprah <laughs> was camera, fucking wasted. The camera would be right? out. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because she doesn't present herself in that manner. And like, dude, if you're not authentic with who you are, eventually you're going to get fucking caught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like eventually you are going to get fucking put on blast. You're going to, we see it with celebrities all the time, you know? So if you're out there trying to build a personal brand and you're trying to be like what you're doing, like, let's say you're on a mission to help men be better. And then all of a sudden uh, somebody sees you out with uh, another right. girl. I go have an affair. Right. 
Yeah, dude, I'm you're done. fucking ruined. I'm done. Right. So you better be exactly who the fuck you say you are. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna fucking lose everything eventually. Yep. You're gonna yep. get caught. You know, and that's why I don't fucking keep anything from anybody. I fucking, you know, like I said in the beginning of the show, it is what it is. If you don't yeah. like it, go do your own show. And you know, it's in, you know the thing about that too. I mean, talking about Gary, like he's not right or wrong. It's just it's his, his, it's his thing. He knows that too, right? And he says that. Yeah, right. It's like. This is not, if this is not for you, that's, I'm not telling you this is the way you need to do right. it. This, this is the way, the way I, I do it. it. Yeah. Right. Dude, I've heard him say multiple times, I'm not trying to, to encourage people to be just like me. I'm trying to encourage people to be just like them. Yes. And dude, that's what that people, but people don't get what that means because they haven't figured out who the fuck they are. Right. You know what I mean? And ultimately, man, before you take up responsibility or master fucking anything, You've got to make a decision about who you are. Like on last week's podcast, we had Charlie on. Charlie fucking talked about creating a character in your mind and then being that character. And people hear that and they think, well, that's being not authentic. No, it's not. That's living with intention. That's becoming who you are on purpose. Right. Completely different thing. People hear, people hear I'm going to figure out who I am or I'm going to go find who I am. And and what they actually do is instead of consciously deciding who they are and becoming that, they go out and they look for validation from the world to tell them who they should be. And then they never feel complete on the inside because they're not being who right. they want to be. They're being what the world tells them they should be. Or they think they gotta, they're going to trip on it at some point. Like, it's just out there. I've just got to find it. Exactly. To develop well, it. You will, you will go out there and find it. But what you're going to find is you're going to find that you should... Um, live a certain way, go to school a certain way, have so many kids, right. do this, do that, and then you're going to wake up at 45 years old and be fucking miserable. Yeah, That's what you're going to be if you let the world tell you who you should be, and that's not being authentic. Being authentic is deciding who you're going to be and then being it. True. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, go ahead. No, I was I was just going to change to a different topic. I'm going to duck out because I got pee. Okay, well, you do back. that. So do the it. question we'll, I have, Ryan, is... So you talked about sovereignty, all yeah. right, taking control of your life. Yeah. So let's put you in a scenario that you've met somebody who has just had their rock bottom. Their life is completely out of control. Sure. They said, give me the cliff notes. Give me the five point plan for taking back control of my life. What do you tell them? Well, so the, the, the first thing I talk about in sovereignty is the battle that we're fighting. And if you're familiar with like the hero's journey, for example. Oh yeah, Joseph Campbell. Like, like think about any movie or playwright, whatever it may be, there's, there's this potential hero and that's what he is. He's a potential hero. And he's got some external battle that he needs to fight. And he usually finds some mentor and he goes on this, this journey or this voyage to, to overcome that external battle. And all the while, there's something internal happening. And at the end, he resolves the external conflict and the internal conflict. Right. So what I'm talking about when I talk about the battle is, yes, there are some things that are stacked up against men. I'm not denying that. But more important than that is the internal battle that we face. And everybody faces this in a different way. Uh, but at the end of the day, we become our own worst enemy. We self-sabotage. Uh, we, we're undisciplined. We're weak. We're lazy. We're immediate gratification. So I think the first step to your point that somebody needs to figure out is what is the battle that you're fighting? Are you lazy? Okay, good. Now we know. But you've got to be real with yourself. Yes, I'm lazy. Or yes, I want something for nothing. Or yes, uh, I, I've messed up with my relationship, which is what I did. Yes, I'm 50 pounds overweight, so I need to fix that. And I credit Andy for doing what he's done over the past year. He figured out what was wrong in his life, took ownership of it, and then did something about it. 
So you've got to figure out what that internal battle is first, because you've got to figure out which journey you're going to go on. That's good. I love that. In addition to laziness, I think a lot of people struggle with, they don't even know how bitter they've gotten in their life. Oh. Like they're, they're, they're angry at something, something and they just need to let it go or they need to reconcile it or, you know, just figure out how to redeem it. But, and I think that takes time too, though. Like if you think about the average person's day, I mean, think about you, you wake up with just enough time to shower, maybe grab a quick bite on the way out, kiss your wife goodbye, pat the kids on the head. You go into a job that you're miserable at. You got stacks of paperwork up to the ceiling. You don't take any lunch breaks. You come home, have dinner, maybe watch your whatever series show you're watching. You go to bed, you do it all over again. Like where in your day is there any time for reflection upon what you want? No you know what, time dude? at all. Let me, let me say something. So- most people find themselves in that situation at some point, right? Sure. Like you just describe. The, the reason most people never get out of that situation is because they look at it and see how much work there is to be done. And so they just keep doing the same right. thing. Right. You know, what's your, what's your advice to someone? Cause I know you deal with guys who say this, they're like, fuck dude. I, I did what I was told and I did the, what I was told the best I could. And it's got me to this place where I'm miserable. Yeah. I have a job I hate. I'm in a relationship that is almost impossible for me to tolerate. I'm I'm unhappy, dude. You know, like I don't make enough money. Like nothing about my life is the way that I wanted it to be and and I I legitimately did everything people told me I was supposed to do. What do you tell people when they're in that situation? Well, the the first point is who did you listen to? And what results are they producing in their lives? Right. When I started in my financial planning practice, I had a guy teach me about how to run a financial services industry. What I came to realize is he had an unsuccessful financial planning practice. Right. And what that yielded was an unsuccessful financial planning practice in me. Right. So I think what we've got to do is qualify our resources. Absolutely. Like you can't just... So that's a good step to start, right? Sure, like, absolutely. Like some people understand that from the get-go. Like, yeah. That's why I sucked at school. Cause like I fucking look, I'd be sitting in school listening to some dude teach me about finance or entrepreneurship. And Who's I an entrepreneur? Look, and then I see him drive away in a fucking shitbox right, car. Right. And I'm like, now how the fuck does this guy now? And people will say, well, maybe he decides to drive a. Sh no, that's not the case. No, it's not because if he had a choice, he would choose something different. Right. And like the so 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 I could never listen to people that were never credible. Like I just couldn't. Like it's. I've never been able to. That's why I sucked in school. Because I'm like, why the fuck are you teaching me this shit when you haven't even done it? Right. And so, I, but what I'm saying is that doesn't come naturally for people. So like a lot of people, a lot of people just do what they're supposed to do because that's what they were told they were supposed to do. Follow fucking directions. So, you know, if you have somebody who's come to you and they're, they're fucking facing a mountain of adversity and everything in their, life, in their life they fucking hate, how do we get them to fucking wake the fuck up? And, and and be willing to chip away at all these things that they've created. Like, it's overwhelming, right? It's like somebody who's 400 fucking pounds and they should weigh 150 pounds. Right. Or 700 pounds or 300 pounds and they should weigh one, 140 or 160. Right. They're like, fuck, dude. There's so much work to do. Like, I'm yeah. never going to get there. So here's one thing that I've done in my life, and it's actually in the book. It's called The Battle Plan. And essentially what the battle plan is, it's a 90-day planning tool, strategy for the way that you're going to live your life and what you're going to accomplish in 90 days. Not a year, not 30 days, not longer. Let's just focus on three months. That's the chapter, right? right. And then we can build the next chapter later, next right. quarter. So what we do is we focus on four key areas in, each, in a 90-day period. And you come up with one, 
just one objective that you want to accomplish in each of those four areas. So if it's condition, which is synonymous with health, for example, and you say to yourself, well, I want to go run in 90 days. I want to run a Spartan race, for example. Cool. That's our 90 day objective. That's what we're working towards. Now we got to work backwards into this thing. So we work into what we call tactics. So what are the three tactics that you can do every single day that will yield that result for you? So it might be, I'm going to spend 45 to 60 minutes in the gym every single day. I'm going to eliminate processed sugars from my diet and I'm going to drink X amount of water. And that's going to be the three tactics. You are literally now checking those off every single day and you're just going through the motions. It will inevitably produce the result that you're after. Right. And that's what we do. We do that for condition, which is health. We do it for calibration, which is yourself taking care of yourself. We do it for, um, contribution, which is the way you add value and, and, and provide in the world as a father or a business owner or whatever it may be. And then um, the last is connection. So the relationships you have with a spouse or friends, colleagues, coworkers, whatever it may right. be. So right. we focus very narrowly four key objectives, three tactics to accomplish in the next 90 days. Yeah. And well, that momentum and that movement. It's amazing what people can accomplish in 90 days. It's crazy. You know, like... I guess what I'm trying to, the reason I'm bringing this up is like, dude, I know there's a lot of people out there that like listen to this shit. They listen to me and they listen to you and whoever else. And they're like, yeah, but, and then they list out all the shit that they got unintentionally because they weren't living with a plan and they weren't living by deciding who they are. If that's you and you're listening to this, you have to do it in a phase by phase uh, way. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to snap your fingers. And fucking shit, everything's going to be great. Right. But dude, you will be surprised that like in 90 days or 180 days that your life can be completely fucking different. Yeah. Completely different. Well, you, we know, talk, you talked about people Charlie. People can't see the light. I mean, you talked about Charlie. He's ta- he, you know, he's talking about a, a, an Iron Man. Right. It's like, well, if you've been sitting on the couch for five years, you're not going to go run an Iron Man in 90 days. Right. You could go run a three mile or a 5K. Right. Or, or 10 miles. Right. Or you could go fucking run 100 yards today. Exactly. You could go run fucking 200 yards. You know what you could do? You can walk, run a mile. Mm-hmm. Walk what you got to walk, run what you got to run. And, and time it so that you can improve yes. next time you do like, it. Dude, it's just, you know, pe- people have this, this nature of taking things and giving it as doomsday scenario. Like, dude, there's very few things that you could fucking not recover from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like very few is going to kill you or probably injure you or something. Like, dude, there's, there's things that, you know, most things, most of your decisions can be undone. You know what I mean? And, And replaced with healthy decisions and good decisions for you. But I think, I, and you tell me if you agree or disagree, but I think it all starts with figuring out who the fuck you are and deciding who you're going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's take that out of the fucking way. Who do you want to be? Not who do you think you are? Not who does your mom want you to be? Not who your dad want you to be? Not who you're expected to be from your spouse? Who do you want to be? Yeah. Because if you're not that and you don't decide to become that, no matter what the fuck paint or how much icing you put on the cake or or whatever you do on the outside isn't going to be the real shit. One of the questions I ask myself is who do I need to become? Right? right. So like is like if I think to myself, 
And I know guys have said this, like, oh, you're going to meet with Andy? Like, I want to be able to do that. Well, in order to meet with guys like Andy, you have to become somebody different than you are right now. So what does that actual individual look like? Or I want, I want to be a, 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 a triathlete or whatever. Good. Who do you need to become in order to be that? I want to be a successful business owner. Who do you need to become to be that successful business owner? Right. Those are the ways that you start working into who you need to become and what you need to do to be that person. That's right. And dude, if you want to attract people of quality, guess what you got to do first? You got to you got to be be quality. You got to bring right. the value. And that's that goes for your fucking relationships. Like I see all these dudes out there who like this is the funniest fucking thing to me. Like guys and a lot of people are going to take this the wrong fucking way, but I don't really care cuz it's fucking truth. Guys will fucking be like well, you know, I was with like you know that saying, like, all that matters is what's in your heart, like your mom fucking tells you, yeah, right? Yeah, right. That's the biggest crock of shit right. that you will ever fucking be told. Because I'm going to tell you, everything else matters. Your fucking looks matter. How much money you make fucking matters. Yes. What your career is matters. What your ambition is matters. What your confidence is matters. All that shit that your mom told you that didn't fucking <laughs> matter in relationships actually matters a fucking lot. And so when you see, like, like, these extremely uh, beautiful, successful, driven women that you want to attract. And guess what? You're living in mom's basement. You're never fucking getting them, bro. And I see these dudes who don't have much shit going on for them, like talking about these other girls, like, oh, they're fucking gold diggers and this and that. Hey, motherfucker, quality wants to be with quality. You know what I'm saying? And dude, a lot of the fucking, a lot of the quality that a lot of women bring to the table, guess what it is? It's fucking looks. Okay, and a lot of girls have more than that. But one of the qualities that has been uh, desired by men for literally the entire time that man has existed has been beauty. Well, let's talk about the flip side of that, too, because and this is something I get pushback on. One of the qualities women look for men is power is the ability to provide. Exactly. That's like that's a real thing. So it doesn't matter how fucking you don't have to, like, go around pretending you're an alpha male, but. If you're not earning a fucking good living, you're not going to attract nothing, somebody like you're that. You're not getting the fucking highest quality chicks. Right. And a lot of girls are listening right now. Well, the highest quality aren't just the ones that look good. I agree. But you're still not dating a fucking loser. Like if you're a girl right now and you're listening and you're, let's say you're a fucking five on the one to 10 scale, it looks wise, but you're a 25 on the fucking earning scale and having your shit together and sense of humor. You still aren't dating some motherfucker without his shit. Right. No. It's just the way it goes. So if you want to attract a good product, guess what? You got to become a good fucking product. That's right. All right? Now, when you're in high school and you're in college, that shit doesn't matter as much. But when you grow up in the real world, guess what? It fucking matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, people people say shit like, oh, you know, that guy, guy, the only reason that the girls like that guy is because he's got money. And you know what? I bet he doesn't fucking care. Right, because right. he worked his fucking dick off right. for that fucking money. Right, you know well, there's a lot of ways that we can add value in being financially able to provide for the family. Right. But that doesn't one mean you could be you can... financially able and be an asshole in every of, other area. Of course. Like, but what I'm saying is, like, dude, people just have a hard time seeing the way th- that things really are. Right. You know what I mean? And it, well, they think it's shallow, and it's not. It's, it's actually not fucking shallow. It's, it's built into humanity. our fucking genes. Exactly. Women want a fucking dude that can protect them, that can take care of the fucking family, and that they feel safe around. Okay. And all that other shit goes by the wayside. Like your fucking looks, your fucking sense of humor, and all that shit. That's like the icing. Right. 
the fundamental thing is that you could take care of a family, that you could protect them and provide safety. Yep. On a primal fucking level, that's what they're attracted to. You know why they're attracted to people who are quote unquote alpha males? Because they possess those qualities. That's it. Yep. Okay. So guys who fucking think like otherwise, like they think, oh, well, I'm a really nice guy. This is like why you get in the friend zone. Because, right. oh, I'm a really fucking nice guy. Well, cool. Women you're, don't care you're a nice about guy. nice they're guys. Not, they're not fucking sexually turned on by a fucking right. quote-unquote nice guy. I'm Because a nice guy doesn't add value to the relationship. Or, or challenge them or do any of the things. Like, dude, most women run the fucking shit. Right. They run the world. Like, dude, guys do whatever the fuck they say. Like, you know, you know what a good dating strategy is? Don't do what fucking chicks say. Well, they're intrigued by it. Exactly. They don't. Why the fuck does this guy not beg me for my vagina and every so fucking thing wife, that he does? This is funny because my wife. So my wife and I worked at. We both worked at the mall, and this was like 16, 17 years ago. And we you, we would flirt, you know, on breaks yeah. or whatever. And and I asked for her number, her phone number. She gave me her number, and then I went to Hawaii with my buddies for two weeks, and she was pissed. Yeah. She's and the re, she even says it now. The reason I was so attracted is because you were the only guy who didn't call me back. Bro, look, I fucking tell dudes this all the time. They always try to fucking argue with me. And girls argue with me too. They say, oh no, this is wrong. Bullshit. This is the fucking way it is. Yeah. You get a number from a chick, you don't fucking call her the next day. You don't text her. You don't fucking call her the next day after that. You don't call her for 10 fucking days. You don't call her text. Okay? Because what's going to happen in that girl's mind is this. Oh, well, he's just like every other dude. He's, you know, because every other dude with a hot chick is like fucking texting her, blowing her up. Hey, you want to Netflix and chill this and that? Take her shit, put it away for 10 days. Put it in a fucking safe. After 10 days, go get the shit out. Because she's gone through this fucking mental phase of like, (laughs) oh, it's probably just like every other dude. I'm going to ignore him, this and that. Then when you don't call... She's like, well, that's weird. Like, with this motherfucker don't get a call. Then she's going to get mad, like, at, like, day five or six. She'll be like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Blah, blah, blah. Fuck him. Then she's going to forget about it. Then all of a sudden, you're ringing up. Ring, ring, ring. And guess what? She's like, well, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. You're wait fucking... You're like, hey, I got stuff going on. I'm sorry. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. Not the and guess what? Universe. Now, <laughs> now she's happy. Because she, it's like a relief. Like, oh, you didn't actually blow her off. Right? So, dude... By, by having a little bit of fucking patience and just being the opposite of every other motherfucker, you can have really good success dating. But, dude, guys don't have it. Well, you know what a lot of guys, too? They want, and they, I a lot this. of guys don't realize that when you're in a dating situation, this is a game of chess that what her feelings are what matters, not yours. They're so quick to be like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. You're so hot. Oh, you're so this. You're so that. And they come on so fucking strong like every other fucking dude that there's nothing to differentiate you from all the other fucking right. guys out there. Right. So you're just another dude who's been trying to bang her since she grew titties when she was 12 years old. You just filed yourself away in the fucking filing cabinet of dudes that wanted to fuck. And you stay there. And guess where you get? Nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. So how about this? How about be... Take what other guys do or take all the things that you've you've thought were right your whole entire life and do the fucking opposite. Do the opposite of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just serious. Yeah, or what everybody else tells you to do, yeah. right? You're like, all right, I'll do that. And they're like, well, why, why, why do girls like these guys who are assholes? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they're complete opposite of you. They're different. And there's a million of you. Right. And it's a natural challenge when guys legitimately don't care. It's a natural challenge for the girl. Okay, so that's why you see hot girls get an unhealthy relationship over and over and over again, because hot girls have dudes lined up that are being fucking the same as every other dude. Right. And so they take the guys who are 
total jerks and they see him as like, oh, this guy's different. It doesn't matter that he's a jerk. He puts off the 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 aura of challenge to these women that they're not used to and it's exciting to them. All right. So if you want to be a fucking good guy and actually still get girls, you don't have to be a dick. No. You don't have to be a dick. All you've got to be is a fucking you and be a challenge to them. Well, they the want to be fucking challenged. Well, and I don't, and I don't think even, even with that too is, is a lot of guys, and I did this, so I'm speaking from experience, yeah. made my wife the center of my universe. Yeah. And it messed That's with That's unattractive, us. dude. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's off-putting. It's unattractive. And frankly That's speaking, unattractive for girls weak. too. It's like when weak. girls do it. Yeah. Right. And, and it might feel good to, to, to be that way for a minute. In the beginning. But it burns out quick, man. Yeah. And what guys will do is they'll forsake their friends, forsake all their activities, yeah. spend all their time. Because I did this when I got yeah. married. Dude, we all have done this. Everybody's like, I didn't, done it. I figured this out because I fucked it up the most. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So you've got to make, and I know this sounds selfish, but this ties into the book as well. Like, you have to be the center of your universe. Like, you have to take care of yourself She's part of that yeah, experience. Right. And so is other things that you have going on. Right. And when she's strong independently and you're strong independently, you're significantly stronger together. That's right. You have your own shit going on. Right. And when you have the time to spend together, it's great. Right. It, when you don't, we understand because we got our own shit going on. Right. Relationships fucking fail because one or the other person, or and a lot of times both, have nothing else. Right. And that's why they stay in unhealthy situations, argue, fight call the cops on each other, this, that, and the other, and then they try to blame it on romance. Oh, we're just so romantic. No, you're both fucking losers. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. You, you know what no I mean? No life. Right. And like, dude, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to throw a bone to these dudes out there that think that like, like their mom was telling the truth. Oh, be a really nice guy. You know, you know what, dude, that'll get you, fu- that, it's okay to be nice. Right. You want to be nice. But Everybody have a sense nice. of self and right. be someone who stands up for their beliefs. Don't agree with everything a girl says because you want to fuck her. You know what I'm saying? Be a fucking challenge. Be who you are. And if you just be who you are unapologetically, you'll have success. You know, I, dude, I was told growing up, you know, oh, all that matters is your inside. No, it fucking doesn't. Because you know what? When I was fat, I didn't get laid. When I was fucking in shape, guess what? Got fucking laid. You know what I mean? Well, it fucking that, matters. It does matter, and people want to be with attractive people. Yeah, like don't why? Why is that controversial? A, yes, but people <laughs> have a hard time fucking. They when I say that, they think that I'm being a dick or I'm I'm fucking judgmental or I'm fucking shallow, like you said. No, dude. You know what I am? I'm a fucking realist. Right. You know what I mean? And like, dude, my mom told me all the wrong shit, just like she probably told you guys all the wrong shit when it comes to dating. Yeah. You know what? It, it was wrong. And that's that. So I struggle with fucking girls and I struggle. I struggle with that shit. I had to learn it the hard way, you know? So I'm just trying to save some motherfuckers some time. Like I had uh, to break it down to a fucking science, bro. I was fat. Like I wasn't getting fucking, I didn't have natural game. I was shy. I was fat. I had to fucking like dissect this shit and be like, a, like it was a chess match, you know? Like, all right, dude, step one is this. Step two is this. You if know, you do I was this, ter- I'll do this. I was ter- exactly, dude, no bullshit. I was terrified. You know, dude, I figured out this fucking thing. Dude, this is the best thing ever. So I figured out this thing. Like, um, like I used to be like most guys, I I was afraid to get fucking shut down by a chick. Like yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't course. go talk to girls. I figured out two things. Okay. Number one, the hottest girls get talked to the least. Okay. Because yeah. everybody, everybody else is like scared that. shitless. Right. So if you could conjure up the fucking courage to go up to the best looking girls, dude, they're way easier to fucking attract than the ones that are like sevens. Because the ones that are like sevens get hit on all the fucking time because everybody thinks they can get them. So I figured that out. 
and dude, I've all, you know, I've always dated pretty girls because of that. Cause I figured out I'm not a fucking exceptionally good looking dude, you know, like, but the other thing that I figured out is this is like, dude, if you want to go up and talk to a girl and you're afraid she's going to shut you down, just have a plan. If she shuts you down. And my plan, it was always this one of two things <laughs> they, I would walk up, you know, you're laughing cause you know what it is, dude, it fucking works though. So dude, like you go up, Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she fucking snubs you. Or is like, Oh, I'm like, Hey, Look, you have like the biggest booger hanging out of your nose. <laughs> and I just wanted to tell you about it. Like I wasn't like trying to hit on you or anything. And they'll be like, oh my God. Oh my God. So thank you. Thank you for telling me that. And guess what? It opens up the door to talk Absolute to Absolute humor. Yeah. Because right. they, they're embarrassed. Think right. about it if someone tells you like, or you say, oh. Yeah, you break down that barrier, you, right? You've got a big piece of something in your teeth. I can see it from across the room. I noticed none of your friends are telling you. I just wanted to tell you. And then they're like, oh, they cover their mouth. They're like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it breaks down that break fucking down bitch barrier. barrier. You know, and if you got a plan, bro, you're in good shape because guess what? At the, at the very least, you could just walk away and feel good about it and you right. don't feel embarrassed. Right. So put those two fucking tools in your pocket. There you go. Next time you go talk to a chick and she's a bitch, just tell her she's got a big old booger hanging off of her nose and you can walk away free and clear. <laughs> you don't feel like a dick. You know, dude, I swear I use that a thousand fucking times. <laughs> the flip side of that is if you do go up there and you are a good dude and, and she's a bitch, why would you want to talk to her? Of course. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But the thing is, is like, you have to understand Vaughn, some girls get hit on by so many fucking dudes that it's just like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause they just throw you in the pile. So you've got to figure out how to like, yeah, be different, not be in the fucking pile right. with them. Be different. You know? Yeah. 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 Anyway, dude, I want to do like a fucking dating book so bad or a dating fucking podcast so bad. Let's do a I, series. I know. Let's I do a series. Fu- I, but I don't want you on it because you're fer- you're terrible. No, no, no. I want. <laughs> oh, oh, you think I'm like the big? I'm. Oh, God. I'm the master. Just wait. Comes. Oh, you He's just gonna talk. pull some stuff out fucking, here. You just talk to my old friends. <laughs> talk to my old friends. They'll yeah, let you talk know. to my old friends. Silent I used to, game. I used to have Silent so many game. so many girls that were friends. <laughs> like I had the most girlfriends. That's one. I had the most. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like I had to learn the hard way and I made a science out of it. I'm not saying I'm the biggest fucking pimp in the world, but I tell you this for someone that had natural, no natural ability at all. I am the most skilled motherfucker on the face of the earth in that, in that aspect. Zero natural ability. Zero. Seriously. Like, dude. Well, you don't have to convince I just want to, I want to start a dating mastermind, like make, make dudes fucking pay to get into it. Like, all right, and I'll fucking coach you. Like, you know, you got a mastermind, don't you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So dating mastermind will work, right? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It would blow up. Yeah. I, it's, it's like, I think a, we could charge whatever for it, too. I'm like, sure. Because there's could. dudes that make fucking millions of dollars that, that have fucking no, have no game. fucking clue. Dude, it's right. astounding to me how many people have like these issues. I mean, most of it's due to inexperience, but it's just crazy to me. Dude, I'll charge one of those fucking, I'll have two levels. I'll have like the high dollar, like, it'll be a, it'll, it'll be depending on like what, how much money you make. That way everybody can fucking be in. You know what I'm saying? Like if you make like a, like a percentage. Million, yeah, if you make like a million dollars, I'm teaching you how to fucking conquer one of the biggest areas of your life that you suck at. Oh yeah. It's worth some money. Well, and it and it translates too. Like it's a confidence issue, right? I mean, right. it really is. So yeah. if you become confident with women, for example, you're probably gonna be more confident in a board meeting or with a client oh, dude, or, no a, or a business proposal no or whatever it may be. No question. Yeah. I think more dudes are scared of women than anything else. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. I don't that. think they'll admit it though. No, I mean, it's, like I, I know guys that are that are like that women naturally like that still are like a ball of nerves around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, they're just fucking people. Yeah, it's it's really like, interesting. But you know, people get like that too. Even with 
uh, even with like celebrities and you know you, yeah. know, like, you get See, around and all of a sudden way. you get retarded. Like, I don't fucking like, celebrities don't like. I've met a number of like big celebrities and like they don't like. I just look at them like. Because that's what they. Man, you look shorter than you do in fucking TV. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not like thinking, oh my God, there's fucking right. whoever. Like, that's because yeah. you know that's how they want to be talked to. They're normal fucking They're normal yeah, fucking people, and that's how they yeah. want to be approached. Yeah, but girls are the same way. Well, right. Yeah. You know, like, dude, that gets me. These dudes are like, when I come up with this, like, what's this fucking line that I should. Motherfucker, how about this? Hey, I'm Andy. What's your name? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, my name's fucking. It's just so simple. Yeah. Work. Like, dude, it's so simple, and it's like, it just takes a little bit of nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a little bit of backup plan in case they fucking blow you off. <laughs> the booger backup and you make, plan. Yeah, throw the booger on them and fucking walk away. <laughs> you know? Dude, I'm telling you, that fucking shit saved me. Because oh, it, got me, sure, it man. got me over my fear of like approaching women. Did it open, Did so did those women, like it probably you know opened what, the door though. I don't, I don't, like, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, I fucking, you know, like, but I can say this. I made a lot of new friends that way. Yeah, I'm sure. I just say it that way. I'm like, sure. Dude, you know, and the more friends that you have of the opposite sex, the more intriguing you are to the opposite sex. Yeah. Because they're like, what's, yeah, what's this, what's this guy? guy? That like all the hot girls are friends with him for. Yeah. And then they're like, well, he doesn't look gay. So <laughs> maybe I should go find out. Like on Kay, in Tyler's case, they're like, fuck, well, <laughs> he's gay. So that's why he's here. I got chicks. a lot of hot friends though that yeah. are girls. <laughs> yeah. That's because you don't have any game because they shouldn't be your friend. They should be your girlfriend. What? Oh, nothing. Yeah. No. You're going to teach me some stuff, though, right? I, I, know, See, I know you're humble enough to learn. No, I'm not. <laughs> I fucking know it all when it comes to that. No, I figured Tyler out. He's a perfectionist. No. What? That's his That's his beard, no, You got the, all these really good-looking women around you, and you're like, eh, she's not this or she's not that. That's because well, Tyler's perfect, and he expects perfection, right? <laughs> well, maybe. You know, I think no, people. Actually, I think people's imperfections make them more pretty than fucking their perfections. Yeah. Like I've been in the fitness industry where it's like everybody is like a perfect fucking it's the same. This yeah. and like, dude, that shit don't do nothing for me. Like I think people are attractive when they have unique things about them. <coughs> when they're real. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. For sure. Well, anyway, where can people find your book, dude? Uh, orderaman.com slash book make yeah. it easy all right there you go. it's all right there take you to all the links and everything else so yeah. it's been cool it's been really cool yeah yeah i'm 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 excited about the book i think uh you know people are really going to get a lot out of it um like i said if you've read extreme ownership you like that book oh yeah this book is definitely something that you should read it's definitely not like a another version but it's no. along those lines yeah similar like similar I concepts i love that book extreme ownership i think it's fucking amazing it's a good book i mean he put together a really that 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 whole notion and idea will literally transform your life yeah like, oh, like yeah. that's the foundational principle Dude, he's of a fucking success stud, man he is yeah i can't wait to have him on the show I, I'm, we don't have a plan to have him on the show but we're it's gonna happen eventually yeah yeah he you need yeah you need to get him in here um, he's got his musters and things that he does too, yeah. which, which yeah. I'm going to go cool, to. Man. Yeah. yeah I, dude, I've job. heard, I've heard some people have gone to him and they fucking love it. Yeah. He, they do a good job. Well, he, so he's a perfect example of what I was saying earlier, like a quiet, confident dude that you can tell is in control of his shit. Right. 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 He's got like everything he's not, under control. Like he's not, you know, pushing his stuff on anybody. He's like, this is what I do. Right. And this is what I believe. And this is who I am. And his, his, you sense it so strong that you just naturally are like, damn dude. All right. I want to be more like that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, dude, you can feel it through the fucking internet. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, there's just that That's presence cool. there for yeah. sure. He also seems like a guy you wouldn't want to fuck with. Yeah, he, he, the last <laughs> podcast he was on, he invited me to come down and do some jujitsu with him, which yeah. I'm going to take him up on. Fuck yeah, that'd And be I awesome. fully plan on getting my ass kicked. Yeah, I bet. But it'll be awesome at yeah. the same time. Have you had him on your show? 
Twice. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can connect with oh, him to get you yeah. guys. That'd be awesome, For sure. I'll, I'll shoot yeah. him. I've got his his. Did you message. do it over Skype or you do it in person? Skype. Both okay. of them with Skype. Okay. But I'm sure, I mean, he travels, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to Another guy I'm going to get on soon, too, is E.T., you oh had, yeah, you had ET on your show. No, never have. I, I have, fucking love that. I haven't guy. been able to connect with him yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. he would be awesome. He's he would a, be really good. I like him, and I like Inky Johnson. A I know. Lot. I know you. I I didn't hadn't heard of him before you have mentioned you heard that. Him? No, I I yeah. found out through you. And yeah, yeah guys, awesome. a stud, dude. Anybody who asks, like, who's your favorite speaker? Yeah. I was like, dude. Yeah, nobody could touch Inky, dude. The guy's a just, stud. I started following him after you mentioned that. Et's like. There's very few guys that I would be like, damn, dude, I don't want to speak right after them. Oh. Like, I don't want to speak after either one of those guys. They're so like, good. Like, I can, I, good. I fucking speak after everybody, but not them two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're fucking gifted. Yeah, they are. You know? Are you, so when is, um, what is it? Uh, 10X? 10X on? Is that, 10X, that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, like uh, next weekend. Like, uh, oh, well, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, uh, it's Maybe probably it just already happened. Over. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, uh, I'm excited about that. That'll be good. So that's, speaking of, uh, of links... I actually changed our link to make it easier for those who want to sign up for uh, breaking news about the upcoming Academy and the Frisella files and all that good stuff. So if you guys want to sign up, if you're not already signed up, um, it's uh, the MFCEO.com forward slash sign up. You know what, dude? What? That was the that was the roughest like interruption ever. I know. And people are going to think that Tyler actually edited that in. It was so fucking hard. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. He but just, I didn't want to forget it because it's yeah. very important. Like that was like you just like you're starving and there's only like one piece of chicken left in the <laughs> buffet like, and you just that. fucking grabbed it. I'm having that. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to close without without saying that. But do you want to tell everybody? I know you probably don't, but do you want to tell everybody a little bit about the Frisella files because we haven't gone oh, into the detail files about that. Is cool, man. You yeah. know, um, I like I like trying to do extra stuff for people that are like truly engaged in what we're doing. Uh, so what every once once a week we do a newsletter and it's just uh, exclusive to our email subscribers only, um, and it's practical. It's a practical tip of the week, basically of what we're. It's kind of like a mission, like what we're going to work on this week and how we're going to improve this week. And it comes out on Mondays. Uh, it gets people, you know, something to focus on for the week. And uh, and yeah, it's cool. I really like doing it, man, because yeah. it's like short. It's sweet. It's just short little videos. Yeah, it's like five five to ten minutes max, yeah. and it's. It's one skill that I'm, I'm that, you know, we're practically like, hey guys, look, we're all on the same team. This is what we're gonna work on this week, and we work on it. And uh, and dude, it's fun, man. Because like, response has been crazy. Dude, people yeah. love it because yeah. uh, I I think people love it because it makes people feel like, hey, we're all working on the same thing together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's fun. But the key thing is that you can't get it. Yeah, you gotta if. yeah plug that email. Yeah. Plug it. The MFCO.com forward slash sign up. Yeah, S-I-G-N-U-P. See, Vaughn's trying to, Vaughn, see, I could teach you a couple things. Yeah. You're trying to beat around the bush. Yeah. You just got to grab that motherfucker by the hair. Fucking <laughs> put, never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to be direct. That's right. You know, no. be decisive. Assertive. Yeah. So plug that again. The MFCO.com forward slash sign up. There you go. Yes. And well, you get to see the the warehouse too, yeah, yeah. right? Cause oh, yeah, your you videos in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which so I thought like, was cool. Cause it's cool. Cause I do videos. I don't see like, stuff. I don't, it's not like one place. It's actually literally whatever we're doing that day. It's kind of like a little break and yeah. we're like, all right, let's talk about this for 10 minutes. So, um, I dude, honestly, I think right now that's my favorite thing that we're doing. Yeah. Um, I think that was my idea. The though. YouTube show. Yeah, it was actually your idea. Was no, idea. that was a fuck. No, that was Monday Mission. No, it was That's not. Different. Actually, Monday Mission was a podcast idea. Thing. So yeah, we're going to yeah. do a third podcast of Monday Mission. But dude, yeah. I don't think we should. I think yeah, it's basically the same thing though. Right. Yeah. 
but it's but we're keeping it exclusive. Hey, are you? Do you have credit greed? Oh, I think no. he's suffering from credit greed. I think he is too. Yeah. Your credit greed score is fucking low, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's wait, not- if your credit greed score score was low, that would mean good or wait. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. So we have to decide. Something like, to ponder. If you have a high credit greed score, it means that that's bad. Yeah. Right? You should have a low credit greed yeah. score. Did, did you ever do that? No, you didn't do that, no. right? No. This is something we talk about. Like, on partnerships, like, you, the reason most partnerships fail is because of credit greed. Everybody wants to be the guy that gets the credit. Oh, yeah. Instead yeah, of just winning. for sure. But in reality, yeah, just who fucking cares success. about the credit? That's right. right. We're here to win. Right. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, so it's a little something that we came up with. Definitely. Uh, where did that come from? Oh, when I was talking to live Skype with that guy. Right. Yeah. Credit right. greed. I said it, and Vaughn's face was like, "Oh my god." Lit up. <laughs> like, made he t-shirts. Li- he literally got <laughs> a fucking. Do you know how many times he says something? And I'm like, "Oh, I better write." That I'm down. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. All the That's time. That's your job. I know. Yeah. I know. Thankfully, your that. job is to remind me of shit that I say. Yeah, pretty much. And then and then pretend it's your idea. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> It's kept me employed for the last two or three That's years. That's right. Yeah, it's job so, security. Yeah, right. right. So, it's so like dude, op- I had this idea. It's called credit greed. And I'm like, that sounds familiar. That sounds really good. It's like the opposite time. of my job. My job is to feed him ideas and then let him take responsibility. <laughs> first of all, you got to have all kinds, all, man. You got to have all kinds. What, the, the ideas that you do, I get yelled at for. Like the fucking idea of the fries or the, the French nudes. fries. That was his fucking idea. <laughs> that was Tyler. I put That's it up great. there. Was that your idea? Was that your idea? What was that other one that got fucking yelled at? It was that kid that you put in the video that got bullied and come to find out his mom's like a racist or some shit. Oh, really? And I got fucking blasted for it. I didn't even fucking know. Didn't you know what's either. funny? I saw you post that and I was like, oh, no. Dude, I didn't know what was going I on. I know you didn't. Yeah. I didn't know until like 15, like maybe well, an knew, hour before. I, well, oh, fuck, man. I knew right away when I posted it, dude. Yeah. People were pissed. And rightfully so after digging into it. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, but, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows yeah, right. the truth? Exactly. You know? Oh, that man, that stuff gets video, so skewed and manipulated yeah. like you never know what's going on dude it's because everybody has an agenda yes. very few people are just about the truth right you know what i mean right. it's like i'm gonna say this so i can get this result so i can get this like or get this share or get this many views instead of like there's very few people on the on the internet that are truly selfless and authentic yeah you know what i mean i agree and like dude not everybody like dude and and don't get me wrong like i said this on last week's podcast too like Look, everybody has their fucking selfish interests, right? But the key is to minimizing the selfish interests, like to a point where it's not affecting the design of your product. Well, and if and you can align what them you're too. trying to do, like I even think, like people get after me. Like, like, bro, when you have a fucking mastermind or you have a group, right, and people pay in it, right, right, that's cool, right? And like, it, do you like getting paid? Yeah, I love it. Fucking right, I do too. But that shouldn't affect the quality of the product or the reason that you make a product or your intentions when it comes to creating the product should always stay pure. Right. And if you can master that skill of separating your own personal interests and benefit and then creating content or products or solutions for people without that interest in mind, yeah. that's the key that's a good point. to making a lot of money. And that there's alignment in that too. Like, So people get after me like, oh, way to make money off guys that are struggling. I'm like, there's, there's, that's, they're not different... <laughs> concepts like like i can make money and help men that are struggling that's like right that, and, and i can find alignment in that which gives me fulfillment and, and dude um, puts money in the bank account my, pretty, my, my wife makes money off of people being sick right exactly that's what i'm like, saying what no dude, yeah that's, that's what i'm saying the reason, <laughs> no dude, you're right dude, that's I've got crazy a few, I've or got teachers a few, right <laughs> no nah, dude i've gotten a few messages of people that are like you're fucking sell out because you're fucking starting this academy that people are gonna have to fucking pay for 
blah, blah, blah. Yeah, motherfucker, you're right. Because you know what? I've invested 20 fucking years of my right. life. And I'm pretty sure I give out as much free content as anybody. And that's not going to change. Yeah. So if I have more that I want to fucking say, and I think it's worth money, guess what? I'm going to fucking charge money. And you know what else? If you don't pay for something, you don't fucking value it. No way. So there's, not, there's, there's less chance of adherence because you don't fucking value what the fuck you just paid for. Or didn't pay for. So like, well, if you, I were to make my academy and say, oh, dude, I'm going to make it all for free. The chances of success actually go down because people don't have any skin in the game. Right. They don't have any um, they don't have any self accountability to following through. But you also do a disservice to if you don't charge for it, you do a disservice to everybody else who wants to up the level. Oh, dude, look, because they're surrounded listen, by people who don't or won't shit, invest my shit. It, it ain't going to be cheap. I can tell you that right now. It's going to be fucking expensive. And you know why it's going to be expensive? Because I know it fucking works. Right. And if you go fucking do it, you're going to fucking do well. That's it. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem justifying my fucking, my knowledge worth. I've spent 20 fucking years. And I think if you look around my life, I'm pretty fucking credible with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, you know, if you want to fucking learn the shit, you fucking pay. If you don't, you can listen to the podcast. But and you nobody's to you, you don't have you don't have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah listen right. to the podcast. Well, or you could take the alternative route and spend 15 years learning what he learned. Yeah, right. whatever, man. Yeah, like, yeah good but, point. But I think it's just it's interesting how people they're so accustomed to getting free yeah. that they expect free. You know what or I'm saying? Or they think because the purpose like, is noble. What would you pay, dude, if I could fucking say to you, you're an entrepreneur and you're gonna have to fucking go out for 10 years and you're gonna have to fucking struggle and grind and do all this shit. But by going through an academy like mine, I could save you seven of those 10 years or five of those 10 years. What's that worth? Yeah, I mean, it's worth potentially a hell of, millions it's, of dollars. It's, it's worth a hell of a lot more than what it's worth to go to fucking a traditional college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my shit's going to be a lot cheaper than that. Yeah. So but let's face it, the people who want it to be free are the people that are not going to do shit. They're not going to act Even on if it they anyway. paid for it, right? Even yeah. if they paid Even some they low paid amount for it, I mean, for it they yeah. still wouldn't do right. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, dude. Look, man. Yeah. All my point is, is like, you know, when you have something of value, there's nothing wrong with fucking getting a fair price for it. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. So people that don't understand that, there's there really is all the same shit out there somewhere. You just got to go find it. Right. You and I mean? and yeah, find it, package it in the way that's right. actually going to work. you understand and, it. Right. right. Yeah, Try so, it. So like yeah. all the shit you teach in your groups, it's all out there for free. Right. There's but, nothing new that I teach. But it's going to take you 10 years to go figure it out. Exactly. So it is what it is. Yep. Final question, Ryan. Let's do it. Would you like to see a monthly video program of Andy, myself, and Andy's brother doing shots and talking? Yeah. Well, yeah, I would like to see no, that. No, okay. dude. I think yeah. that there should be a monthly video. I think there should be a monthly video on YouTube, and it should be like happy hour with us and yeah. a guest. So, yeah. like, we would have like you that come on. That would be cool, yeah. Or have fucking like. We can't have Ryan come on. Yeah, I mean, drink. I don't drink, oh. but I would watch you guys yeah. drink. It would still be fun. <laughs> but my point is, is like, dude, we if we brought him in, right, and like had a, a a two hour show or an hour show of just, and then we what we could do, we could do it for like two hours, and then you could edit out like you could edit the fucking good parts because there would be a time while we're getting our buzz that's probably not going to be as cool. <laughs> that would be and, actually interesting. Dude, I'm telling though. you, because it, it would open up a whole no, new conversation. No, but Who I'm do tell- you think is would be the best of? Any of our guests, like with too much alcohol in them, who would be the most entertaining? Bradley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Bradley. Although Bradley's I don't know. He's fucking like that any day. Yeah, I was going to say he could be the opposite. Yeah. No. Uh, dude, I'd like to do that with Gary. 
Oh yeah. That'll never happen. I, I know it'll never happen because he's too protective of <laughs> right, it. But dude, right. I would love to have it with Gary. Like, cause That'd I think, funny. I think people would like that. They'd yeah. be like, Oh, this guy's a normal dude. Right. Um, it's relatable. Right. He is relatable. Dude. Gary's a fucking awesome dude. Like he's, he's a good guy. It's just like, I just wish he would show a little bit more of his himself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he's a fucking funny dude. He's got a sense of humor. He's fucking, I mean, dude, he's a cool dude. Um, you know, I don't know, like everybody that we've had would be cool. You know, you know, the one people would hate the most. I could tell you who they would hate the most out of all the guests we've had. If, if we sat here and got drunk, it would stir the most shit would be Sean Whalen. Oh, oh God. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Hands for sure. Sean does not give a fuck what he says. No. And like, not dude, at all. half the people are going to hate Sean. Yes. I actually fucking think he's hilarious. I don't agree with everything he fucking no, says, I mean, but I think he's fucking hilarious. Funny. Yeah. And funny. dude, you know what's cool about Sean is that. Whatever what he says, he believes, and he has reasons for believing it. Yes, and so if you fuck, is convicted about that's it. that's right, right. So even if you don't agree, and you get in a little argument or a discussion about it, you he has the reasons he believes that it's not just because somebody said it somewhere. Yeah, and I respect that. He's so he's so polarizing. I have people that have reached out to me and do not like me or will not follow dude, me because dude, he's mentored me. Dude, I get people that Crazy. fucking tell me that. They're like, I can't believe you're fucking friends with Sean Whaley, yep. blah, blah. Sean's <laughs> cool as fuck. Like, yeah. He's a cool dude. Like, there's really not many people that I'd rather hang out with. Like, he's fucking cool. Yeah. You know? It's funny. I'm sorry that his beliefs ruffle your feathers. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, if you were, if you shared your beliefs the way he shares his beliefs, you would ruffle fucking feathers too. But the right. reason that you don't is because you won't say what you really believe. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he does, I mean, he, everything he believes, he says, and he believes that yeah. and spending, I think it's easy to think that, oh, he's just, he just, you know, saying whatever, but like in spending time, like I know you yeah, have is right. like, no, he believes that stuff. Like everything that he he's says, he's got a he good reason for it. And if yeah. you're somebody who. Like I said, I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with everything anybody says. Right. If you if you find yourself agreeing with every single thing somebody says, you're a fucking sheep. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't mean that you have to like like people, you know, like dude, when you start to get successful, you have two kinds of people. You have the kind of people who will tell you yes, and then you'll have the kind of people who will tell you no just because they think nobody else is telling you no. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just for the so sake they truly agree with you, but because they want to like check you or keep you humble, they'll like point, that's where the astrocoles come in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they will say shit, like disagree with you just so just no one side. else, is, no one, girls do this a lot. Like when you're dating them, they'll be like, no one else, no one else will tell you blah, blah, blah. So I'll fucking tell you. Like they think, you and know, they don't even believe it. Right. It's exactly. Like, it's just okay. to like, yeah, yeah. people do that. So, but the point of what I'm saying is, is like, dude, you shouldn't agree with everything. And that doesn't mean you need to attack every, like, dude, when I see some shit that like Sean posts, I don't agree with, guess what? I don't do. Don't like it. I don't like on. it. And I don't fucking comment on it. Right. And then I scroll on and then I text them later and I'm like, Hey bro, what do you, what about this gun? Or what about this? Like, I don't even fucking think about it. Care. Like, I know I'm not going to agree with everybody, so I don't fucking care. Right. You know what I mean? I do happen to agree with most of the shit Sean says. And whatever you believe. And, and, and I, I say this because there's going to be somebody who's kind of come up with the exception, but what, whatever you believe is not a threat to me or what I believe. No, me, me so, neither. So you can believe whatever you want and right. I'll agree and other things like, but you know I'll keep doing my funny, life. dude, is like when you're somebody like you or me or Sean or Gary or anybody who puts their fucking shit out there, you got people who will, uh, they will come and they will, they make it their point 
to like disagree with you in the most like abrasive way possible. Yes. That like, dude, if they like, if, and if it was in real life, they wouldn't even say anything. They wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't even say anything to you. Like, but on the internet, they got to, they write this shit like, oh, fuck you, Andy. You're a piece of shit because you said you like fucking French fries better than nude pictures. You know, like I fucking hate you. But then I go to their page and I see that they're following me. I'm like, you're still following right. me, bro. It's like, why? like if this made you that mad, just leave. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't understand that shit. Like, I have, ne- dude, I have never one time, ever, 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 ever gone on somebody else's page when I disagreed and fucking commented about it. Right. You know why? Because, dude, that's their fucking yard. Right. And you know what? You know what? And you're, you know what you can do in your yard? Anything Whatever you fucking you want. want. If you want to fucking, you could cut your grass however right. you want. You could not cut your grass. Right. You could shit in the yard. You could piss in the yard. I piss in my fucking yard. My neighbors think I'm a fucking Hoosier. You know what? Because I am. You know what I'm saying? And, and in Missouri, Hoosier means redneck. So, I, you know, I fucking am. And that's me. Right. Like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I right. want in my yard. And, like, I, that's how I see people's socials. Like, I see, I see. And you know what the truth is, dude? Because I've had this happen to me a lot. Somebody will say something, like, so over the top crazy. And I'm like, I've gotten it so much now. And I'm like, damn, dude. Like, this guy's having a fucking bad day. Yeah. And I'll DM him and I'll be like, bro. Like, I saw that comment. Like, you, you have a bad day, right? Like, and they'll be like, "Yeah, fuck you." And I'm like, "Hey, man, like, <laughs> I'm not like trying to be a dick. I'm right. just saying, like, hey, you know, you're taking this way too serious." Yeah. And, like, and they, you know what happens every time? Every fucking time, they're like, "Bro, you know what? Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was having a bad fucking day." I had a guy message me the other day, and he's like, "He's like, your book is twenty five bucks, and." Jordan Peterson's is 20 and he's a doctor oh. and Eric Davis is $18 and he's a Navy SEAL and blah, 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 blah about why my book shouldn't be $25. And I said, cool, dude, don't buy it or buy the Kindle version for nine bucks. But I don't know what's going on in your day that makes you think like I have to be the brunt end of this. Right. And he wrote back a couple hours later. He's like, bro, you're I'm right, sorry. dude. I was having yeah. a bad day, man. I'm sorry about yeah. that. I had another guy do it on a drunk rant one day. Yeah, like, yeah. I got that before too. Yeah. You know what's funny, dude, is that you, you, you can maintain all your power with those people by just not caring. Right. Like people don't. Like people don't realize, like, like when I respond back and I'm a smart ass, they're like, oh, you fucking, you must really care. No, dude. I'm like on my end, I'm laughing. Yeah. Like I'm laughing about this. Like I'm sitting there, you just made this rude comment and you're completely irritated, pissed off. And I'm sitting there with my friends or with Tyler or with Emily and we're fucking laughing. Like I'm laughing about it. You know what I mean? Like they don't realize that like on the back end, like it's doesn't, I don't care. Like if you follow me, cool. If you don't follow me. I don't care. Like if you if you decided to not follow me, that's probably a good idea because you're you're separating yourself from something that irritates you. And that's good for you. So there's places you can go that you will probably resonate with other people's shit. And that's and then great. And go do that. Dude, that's great. Like dude, that's great. Everybody should find what they resonate with right. and follow that shit. But like if you're going to come on page and be like, "Oh, why do you use the F word so much?" You know why? Cuz I fucking like it. And that's how I talk. And that's what I communicate with. And that's my fucking brand. So if you can't understand that basic aspect of that, you can't question and believe that that may be really how Andy talks. Yeah. Then you're, you're not getting it. Right. Like when I say authentic, like when I go to Christmas dinner and I fucking sit at the table at Christmas and people tell me, hey, Andy, how's your day? 
there's not probably going to be a sentence that comes out without the word fuck at Christmas dinner in front of my grandma and my mom and my fucking whoever, whoever happens to be there. Cause I'm comfortable being who I am. You know what I mean? And if that upsets people, I don't know what to do, you know? Oh, fine. Well, it, and you know what though? If you, you know, quote unquote, cleaned up your language, I everybody else, everybody else would no. That would be other people. Well, I don't. Why are you the old Andy the way you used to? <laughs> right. You know, people complain right. about that. Right. So, dude, there's always something. I know, man. It is always going to be something. Yeah, that's what it is, something. dude. Uh, I saw this crazy. This meme got sent to me, and it was a picture. I gotta, I gotta fucking pull it up because it's really good. Um, somebody sent me this meme. Uh, a while back, and it was such a good representation of of how people are. Um, let's see. Who sent that to me? I'm scrolling through my phone. It was Stormy Storm, I believe, which is a brand ambassador for, for Storm Storm 3. She sent me this meme, and in the top corner, it shows a man and a woman on a donkey, and it said, the caption is these two other people watching them, and then the caption... Uh, says two people on a donkey's back, poor animal. So in the next, in the next uh, slide, it's there. The man's on the donkey and the woman's walking. It says how cruel he is by letting his wife walk. And the next slide, she's riding the donkey and he's walking. And it says how stupid is he by letting his wife ride on the donkey alone. And then on the last, on the last slide, it shows them both walking next to the donkey. And it says fools don't even know how to utilize a donkey right. Yep. That's the world we yep, fucking live in. Exactly. You're never going to do it fucking Never. Right. Never. You know? So just do it. Do it just the way do you're going to do it. Gonna the way do. You want. Yeah. Right. And the if, only thing I've ever done if I have have not liked enough people's thoughts and ideas on their social media thing is just go click that little unfollow button. Yeah. Right. I've never made a comment or it's like, no, Dude, I don't agree. Too, I don't like man. Them. I'm out. Me too. Right. Like, there's shit that irritates me every day. I just decide, like, okay, well, if you if you irritate me one time, I'm like, oh, that's who they are. Yeah. You know, that's what they believe. I respect that. Right. Like, dude, fucking Emily Sears. Emily Sears is a brand ambassador for First Form. All right. She's got fucking 10 million followers on Instagram. She's super fucking like over the top feminist. Right. Like I have a hard time relating to like some of the shit that she gets all worked up about. And I've told her this. But you know what? I respect it. Like, hey, that's her fucking point of view. That's her page. I don't agree with everything she posts. But you know what? I respect her. And dude, half of the shit she posts is hilarious. Yeah. So like when, if that level of like not agreeing with her or thinking it was weird or not got to a point where it was like everything she posts, guess what I would do? I would not Done. follow her. Just leave. Right. And I wouldn't say, Hey, you fucking suck. Change your thing for right. me. Yeah. It's just an arrogant thing to say. Like, yeah. Oh, change your whole fucking opinions for me. Like, dude, right. I actually respect people that have opinions about things. Right. At least they have courage. Like I might not understand all the feminist stuff and like, all the the things they got going on, I, I don't I don't understand it. I'll be the first one to admit. I'll, I'll also be the first one to admit that like I don't really try to understand it because like to me the way the, how aggressive it is makes it doesn't make sense to me. And you know what? I might be one of the motherfuckers they talk about, like where they say the one thing they like to say is uh, not all guys. Like that's the saying they say. Yeah. So like maybe I'm that guy. And I'm not all guys. I don't fucking know. I don't know where to fuck. Like what I do know is like how would you date a girl like that? Like. Like, dude, we're like everything you would say would be like, yeah, we're the wrong thing, right? Like, I'm the I mean, wrong thing because I have penis. Like, so I don't try to understand it because honestly, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But that's her, what she's passionate about, and that's what she's into, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't have to argue everything. Like once you let go of like having to be right about everything, dude, your whole fucking world so gets a lot right, less lady. stressful. You know, you don't have to be right. You can, you can be understand people are the way they are. They believe what they want to believe. You don't have to fucking change their opinion. That's what I get. Like with these motherfuckers on politics, like where they spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours trying to make their fucking point. You know why the arguments of politics are so fiery? Because people are so invested in their position right. that no matter what you say, you will not They're change not it. changing. They're so not why changing. are you fucking spending 50 fucking hours a day arguing with them? It is never going to change. You're better off saying cool. that's how oh. they believe it. Like that's their worldview. That's what they believe. That's been their perspective. That's how they grew up. And you know what? I didn't grow up that same way, so I believe different things. And you know what? We can still have a fucking beer together. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, it's so weird, man. Like, it's wild. I'm just glad I'm like past that point in my life because I used to be like that, dude. I used to be the guy that had to fucking be right. right. Like, I had to argue. I had, I had so much of that in me. Like, if I saw somebody, like, if somebody said something and I fucking didn't agree, I'd have to like say something back and like go, I'd go back and forth on the internet in my own comment section for fucking hours. You know what I do now? I either ignore it or if it's like something rude, I just fucking block them. Fuck. I don't care. I always, I always just kind of ask in my head, like who, who, when people get like that, like who are you trying to convince? Yeah. Like, are you trying to convince me or yourself or like, it, it's usually their self. It's their self. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some issues that they're trying to work towards. Or right, and it's your fucking fault that, they, that you don't they see have things them. the way they see them. Right, right. You know, like, or that I'm not compassionate enough to to whatever. Come yeah. on, bro. <laughs> like, hey, for what I care about, the shit I care about in my life, I'm doing pretty fucking good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really care. Like, if you come on my page with some fucking rant about whatever it is you care about, I likely don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, you'd be talking about it. I would be. Were. I'd be talking about it. It'd be important to me. I'd be fucking. Blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, when people bring these issues to me, like, I don't fucking care. I care about what I care about. Like, just like you care about what you care about, and you care about what you care about, and you care about putting dudes' penises in your mouth. <laughs> that's and that's brutal. cool. I don't mind that you... He's talking to Tyler. Yeah. When you... Yes. Fun. He's totally <laughs> talking to you. When you finally fucking admit to everybody you're gay, no one's going to care, bro. Like, everybody's going to be like, dude, okay, we already knew that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I don't give a fuck if somebody's gay or if they're black or... I don't care about none of that shit. And like, you know, so Tyler, when you're... When you come out and you're when, finally yep, out... When I'm ready. Yep. Yeah. There's a, there's a line there's in the movie. There's just as many people around as there is now. <laughs> there's a line in a movie I can't remember what movie and and the guy one one of the friends is gay and he comes out and he tells everybody he's gay and and he, he like coming out of the closet yeah and they're like and the guys are like know. we already know that yeah he's like yeah if you weren't gay you'd be a really weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude dude you know what's funny man and sad at the same time a guy I've known for a long long time is is gay and everybody knows he's gay but he, he won't thinks say nobody it. knows oh yeah and like we legitimately and it's not Tyler like it's a different guy <laughs> but like dude I want to message him or fucking tell him be like bro it's like, okay, man. I know it's you okay. like the meat popsicle, bro. It's cool, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, you know, I don't fucking care. Right. Like, nobody okay. really cares. It's okay. Right. Like, it's dude, right. if you if you seriously discriminated somebody because they're gay or because they're fucking black or you're a piece of shit. Like on a different kind of level, for sure. Like it's it's sad to me that society hasn't like grown past that. Yeah. Like, and you know what's fucked up is that the the fucking 99 percent of people. We suffer the consequences of the one percent of the lowest common denominator, right? Like, like people who literally are racist, right? Or people who literally are homophobic, and then you get the other ninety nine percent talking about it, 
and the fucking it gets tarnished. We all get tarnished because of the scum. It's, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And like, it's sad because social media is what brought that to the fucking forefront. It, like, I almost feel like if we didn't have social, a lot of these issues wouldn't even be fucking issues. Like, I feel like racism issue was much less of an issue 15 years ago than it is today. Yeah. And people argue, oh, well, that's because we didn't bring awareness about it. No, you're bringing awareness to the worst possible scenarios. Right, and, and applying and it across applying the norm. Applying it as the norm. Right. It's not the fucking norm. Right. Like, dude, when these fucking things happen, like like there's a, a racially motivated crime or a fucking uh, uh, a gender motivated issue or this or that, Dude, 99% of people are like, damn, dude, that's fucked up. Right. Nobody argues that it's not, it's a, it, we know it's a right. bad thing. We're not, right. yeah. But, and, and, you know, unfortunately, because of the internet, we all get lumped in this fucking, these categories because of what gender we happen to be or what our skin color is or where we fucking grew up. And dude, it's sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I get, I'm gender neutral. We know. <laughs> like, but dude, you know, like, that's the truth. You know what's fucked up, dude? Like, my friends that, that I'm friends with that are fucking gay, like Tyler, <laughs> like, I make fun of them for being gay. Like, my friends who are black, I fucking tell black jokes to. And they're like, fine with we it, We fucking joke around. Like, right. they make fun of me for smelling like fucking baloney, and I make fun <laughs> of them, you know, for what the black, like, we, we're friends. Right. Like, it's a fucking joke. And, like, dude, people need to calm the fuck down, dude. Like, calm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're my friend and you're black, I'm going to fucking make fun of you because you're black. Period. And it's it's going to happen. So if you're black and we're not friends, if you're black and I don't make fun of you, and we're not fucking then friends. we're not friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gay and I don't make fun of you for being gay, we're, and people are like, oh my God, you're fucking terrible human. No, I'm not. I'm actually the guy who will get stabbed in the fucking face for that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a real friend. I don't look at fucking race and think, oh, he's less than me. Or look at gay people and think, oh, he's fucking weird. Or this. Like, dude, it is what it is. You know? And like, people are taking things so fucking serious and so it's just fucking sad dude like it's sad how much anxiety and argument and frustration that people have about and they'll say andy you don't understand because you're not a fucking minority motherfucker i understand perfect you know what i'm saying i'm a realist i fucking see what happens i see the real shit that happens you know what i mean i've been in situations where people look at me different and i've lived like that for years at a time having fucking facial disfigurement Try working around with your face swollen the size of a fucking grapefruit for three fucking years and scars on it look like Freddy Krueger got a hold of you and see how people fucking treat you. They treat you like shit. So I get it. But I know as well as anybody that, dude, just because you're Asian or you're black or you're fucking gay, that 99% of the time you're getting treated fucking normal. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I think it's a media, it's, it's a big media issue too because it's sensational, yeah, it right? Is, dude. It's what to talk about. It's what gets views. It's what gets views, likes. Views, eyeballs, gets attention, yeah. all that and stuff. it's sad, man, yeah. because like, if I feel like it creates tension and like you can't even tell jokes. Like, dude, go watch fucking, go watch Eddie Murphy Raw oh, or Delirious yeah. Yeah. or anything by fucking uh, um, Chris Rock and or fucking uh, Dave Chappelle. But that's why comedians are so valuable because dude, they, they can say the things people. that we they can't say, people. right? Dude, yeah. Dave Chappelle is the best thing for racial relations in the world. Like, yeah. dude, the world needs more Dave Chappelle because he will make fun of white people. He will make everybody. fun of black people. He fucking makes fun of everybody. And you know what? It's fucking hilarious. Right. And the reason it's hilarious is because it's based in truth. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. we all know it. Yep. Yep. And so, dude, everybody out there who's got a little chip on their shoulder about this or that, fucking get rid of it, dude. Relax. You're you're fucking hurting yourself, you know. Anyway, dude, all over the place with this podcast. Yes, but I, we but, were. But dude, it's because what we're, did we talk about today, dude? It's because Everything. 
it's because we're friends and we're having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? We're not like, there's no agenda here. Right, so right. I, dude, I love it when you come on the show. Appreciate it, man. Guys, check out his book. Sovereignty it is really, really fucking good. Tell them where they can get it again. Uh, orderofman.com slash book. That'll okay. have all the links. Make sure uh, you're supporting Ryan and taking care of his podcast. Listen to the podcast. Uh, Ryan's one of the good guys. So thanks, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. It. As always, love coming on, man. Talking with you guys. Yeah, me too. Don't let don't cut your beard next time. No, I'll leave it. I'll I'll All grow right. it out a little bit longer All for right. you. All right, guys. Thanks for the listen. We'll talk to you soon.